anything's a UFO if you have bad eyesight. That is very true. You know? It's an unidentified flying object. If I threw butter at your face really fast... I wouldn't be able to identify it as you wouldn't. thrown, so therefore it's a UFO. A UFO, yeah. yeah. The best music from the 60s to today. IPL Radio. Welcome back to the verdict. To the verdict. To the verdict. Holy heck, I almost didn't make it in today. I had to survive in the wilderness. You were trapped in a garage. <laughs> yeah, I got trapped in... <laughs> it sounds so ridiculous. I got trapped in a parking garage because uh, I, I started a new job. Congrats. Thank you. And by started, I mean I'm just... I, I, I'm going to work six days a week now. Uh, Instead of seven. I said a four. Okay. Um, so I work in the city now. I'm working. Well, I'm doing. An oh, you got the polo one. Yeah, it's actually okay. So I don't have a lot of nice shirts. Yeah. So I'm disguising collared party shirts like this one. Oh. So this is like a Hawaii. It's a nice shirt. <laughs> it's it's not too bad, but it's not for like work. This is not a work shirt. Why are you wearing it? Because I'm, I, I, it's, it's a collar, so I wear a jumper over the top, and people are like, man, this guy, this guy's dressed well. I may look normal, but underneath, I'm wearing silly socks. <laughs> yeah, I am wearing silly socks. Yeah. No, I'm like, well, well, I'm like mullet right now. All right, mm. business in the front, party in the back. Nice. Um, aren't you? You'd be warm in that. Um. Not really. I mean, it's air-conditioned office. It's oh. not too bad. And, like, the streets in the city are pretty cool. So, yeah. No, so, yeah, I work for a... Well, I'm going to be... Once I've done my induction and training, which I'm getting paid for, which is elite. Mandatory? <laughs> yeah. I have to do a six-month training course. Still get paid. But I'll be working during that anyway. Uh, this induction, it's, like, a lot of... Like, a three weeks' worth of less... I'm doing classes right now that I'm getting paid for. Yeah. Classes and, so I can learn about superannuation. So, basically, I work for a government... Uh, superannuation agency and we just help people out who have issues with their superannuation cool so it's way different I, when you're saying garage I thought it was like still with cars you're working with cars like a car company like <laughs> no 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 no. You moved up to the office now no but <laughs> okay so because I uh, I work in the city I had, I, I had to come here after normally I train to the city and I train back but obviously I work in the city and I had to come down here so I drove to the city so I pulled up in a car park garage and so after work oh you mean those big multi-layer <laughs> oh those things yeah, yeah yeah i got trapped in one of those you call them a garage what would you call them just parking places parking places just uh what's it called just parking street par- um city parking sure anyway so i got in there and i go to the ticket thing and i go and i paid the 17 dollars a day it costs to park there there's probably a cheaper one nearby but that was the closest one there's one in my building, but um, it is very expensive. So this is public. Um, yeah, so $17 to park there for the entire day. I'm going to look around and see if there's a cheaper one with a bit of a walk, maybe. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I do that, and then I forgot which level my car was on. So I went, I'm going to go to the top and start my way down. Oh. I went to the top. Couldn't find my car. Went, okay. And if, if you lock my car, like, twice, it goes... Beep, beep. So I was just echolocating this thing. Uh, but it's hard because it's like a concrete jungle where dreams are made of. And so the echoes were bouncing around everywhere and I confused myself. For sure, yeah. I spent about 10, 15 minutes looking for my car. Okay. Then I found my car. I was like, this is good. This is good. Anyway, let me get into my car. Let me pull out my car park ticket. 
Oh wait. Where's my car park ticket? Oh no, I've lost my car park ticket. Aren't you meant to keep it in the car, on the dash? No, no, no. It's one of the ones. It's a ticket that you take. I should probably leave it in my car next mm. time. That makes a lot of sense. Leave it on the dash, yeah. Um, but it isn't a display one. It's a ticket that you take, and then at the end you put it into the machine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You can't leave them also. Well, you can. I just don't. I don't know why. I, I never just. It's easier. I put it into my wallet. Yeah. Um, so I did that. <laughs> I got back to my car. And I went. All right, now to bring out the thing, I need to leave this place. And I couldn't find it, and I was stressing. So I hopped in my car, and I drove back up to the top and worked my way back down to see if I dropped it anywhere. Damn. I spent so long running around. Like I tried... A needle in a haystack. Yeah, and, like, if any breeze comes through, that ticket's gone. The cars that are driving uh, next through... Next time, just leave it in your car. I am, I'm going to. Um, yeah, and then, like, I went to go call up the place and tell them what happened but then the options were for like oh if you've got like a, a fine or something do it. Yeah, I'm like yeah, oh yeah. crap and the thing is right I, I'm an anxious person I've I've gotten better over the years but there's still things that I I'm terrified of being an inconvenience I oh, think definitely yeah and so I didn't want to go because I know they've got the assist button at the exits right but I didn't, didn't want to go to the exit and block it up while they dealt with me and people got mad because they're trying to leave and go home that to me was so stressful. So that was the last option kind of thing. But I'd burnt through all my options. And so I went down there and as soon as I got to the thing, I put my hazard lights on. But luckily people were smart enough to, you know... I, <laughs> to understand what's going on. They went, okay, he's there with his hazard lights on. I'm going to use this exit instead. And so I pressed the assistance button and the guy's like, hey, how, how can I help? I'm like, so I'm a, I'm a bit of an idiot. I, I lost my car. Then I lost my card. And now I'm here and I found my car, but I didn't find my card. And he goes... <laughs> Oh, I'll be out there in a sec, and I'm like, cool. Um, and so basically, he just asked to see my transact, my bank transactions, so he can see that I've paid that for it. Actually, paid for it. Yeah. And he's just like, would it be pending still? It was, but it yeah. appears. It appears. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, he, yeah. He goes, how much did it cost? I'm like, I don't know, like seventeen fifty or something. It was seventeen sixteen. So I was, I was wrong. He goes, okay, yeah, but it, it says CPP. Uh, yeah. yeah, that specific car park. So, yeah. That's why I'm late today. <laughs> you weren't that late. Well, no, I wouldn't have been late if I if I didn't get a burrito. It's fine. you got to stay fed. And the, the thing is, all I'd eaten today was um, a can, a tin of tuna and like a, a brownie slice. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. So, no, not a brownie slice. It's like one of those oat slices that you can get from like the station. Oh, like, I see. Like petrol like... station. They're so tasty. Mm. And like... They're, they're feeling as well, so that's all I did today. And I'm like, you know, I should probably have a something substantial before I like do Fair this enough. for three hours. Um, so yeah, I I wouldn't have been late if I'd not gotten that burrito, but I also wouldn't have been late if I hadn't lost my. Sure. How card. far is it? What do you mean? Like from the city to here? Forty minutes. Uh, it was yeah, it was about an hour, but I think it's about forty minutes. If it if this is this traffic, traffic, mm. and the car park I was at. When you try to get out, the road to get onto the freeway is right in front of you, and that was backed oh. up, so I didn't get, I didn't manage to get onto that bit. I had to go up, up, all the way back around and join the freeway at another point. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It was just like misstep after misstep after misstep. That's all today's been, to be honest. Mm. So I'm kind of just ready for today to be over. Yeah. Let's just sleep. Yeah, all right. <laughs> Show's over. <laughs> No, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that to our listeners. Um, but fun fact, I, f I think I found a new source of content for us. Oh, really? So 
whilst being at this job, I've buddied with a couple of people to listen on how they resolve calls and stuff like that. And one of the buddies I have, her name is Andrea. And she's like, she was just doing small talk. And I said, yeah, I've got a radio show. We talk about, you know, like pop culture. And, uh, you know, we also get to like some controversial topics and like really talk them through. She's like, oh, check out this website. It's full of these topics. And it's hosted by a guy that moderates these discussions. So I have a web. My phone's in my car. <laughs> Hold on. Actually, it'll be in my history, I think. This is going to be interesting. Nope. It only shows the history on this computer. Tap some other devices. Okay, I'm 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 workshopping this entire thing. I'll figure it out. Hold up. This is this is the beauty of the cloud, you know what I mean? Yeah. Alright, I'll find it. It's like Kali or something like that. But I'll bring it up on this computer so we can we can see it. Uh yes, I'm in. Um, okay. Oh my. Oh my. Oh my. What happened? Oh no, it's 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 bought everything. Oh jeez. Oh, maybe, maybe that wasn't a good idea. Okay, here we go. Here we go. That's me co finding out how to contact it. There it is. Found it. Uh, Kylo. So K I A L O. Um, explore debates, politics, philosophy, science, ethics, gender, religion, USA, Europe, technology, education. So does this website? What what does it do for us? I well. What I'm saying is, we can pick from these topics now, like if we want if we wanted to go into them. Oh, I see. Yeah, we can I, pick from these topics. We can look at people's perspectives and really talk them through. I think this one might be a fun one to talk about today. What is it? Oh, the Roe vs Wade thing. No, why are you seeing Roe vs Wade? I don't have my glasses. It says, "Do aliens exist?" Yeah. <laughs> okay, discussion done. Aliens <laughs> exist. <laughs> now, Michael, do you think aliens exist? I know lizards exist. That's got nothing to do with the question, buddy. Uh. <laughs> Michael, I'm asking you a serious question right now. Oh, aliens. Well, we are one planet with life forms. Surely, they're on the other end of the galaxy, there might be something. Yeah, do you think it's an intelligent life? Never know. I haven't seen them. <laughs> You're right. You haven't seen them, so they might not exist. They're probably among us already. Do you think that, genuinely? Don't know. Michael, you got to give me more to work on here. It, it's, such trying a, it's, to build... such, it's such a sudden question that you just dropped. Yeah, it, these are the best ones. I don't want you to prepare. I want to know your honest honest right. feelings. I want to right. know okay. your initial honest thoughts. Feelings. Yes. Well, they can have cloaking technology. Okay. But then we'll bump into them. <laughs> bad, bad. No, sure, no, surely they might exist on another planet somewhere else. Yeah. Like bizarro human people. Okay, bizarro how? I don't know. Like, as in, like they have uh, feet on their hands and hands on their feet. Okay. Like reverse humans. I think you got to think more expansively, right? Mm -hmm. I got asked. I got asked the question once. Do um, do you think aliens exist? I think they do exist. However, I think that the way that we restrict ourselves in terms of how we think about things is very... Um, Narrow-minded? Yes, when I think about science, because we, all the science we know, everything that we know and everything we theorize we know is based on what we perceive. We perceive things in the third dimension, the third dimension right? We perceive things you know, purely from our perspective. 
But that doesn't mean that there are other things out there, other perspectives that can be viewed on, which means that other forms of life could exist, right? Mm. There could be. We haven't explored the bottom of the ocean fully anyway. Mm. Yeah. No, like, they could be life out there that is as simple as like a gaseous cloud floating through space right ghastly yes they could be ghastlies in space ghastlies that's what I was like ghastly 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 oh I don't know what I say anymore yeah so I feel like the idea of us thinking that these creatures these alien life forms are going to be either humanoid or carbon based it's not based not based at all no, I, I think I think alien so life... They wouldn't call themselves humanoid. We, we're calling it from our perspective, humanoid. Yeah, humanoid just means the human assortment of limbs. Yeah. Like, two legs and two arms, maybe two and eyes. And if we look similar to them, they'll call alien-anoid us. <laughs> so, so when you think about evolution, um, evolution is basically just a lot of counterbalances. So, have you seen those videos of where people dunk wax stuff and then they dunk it into wax and they dunk it into wax constantly okay so like you know there's these wax treatments you can get for your hand you dunk them in you pull them out it's like hot it's meant to feel good it's meant to be good for your skin when you peel it off right so people make content out of dunking stuff in these wax pools and they dunk it in another wax pool and another wax pool and it just grows and grows and grows essentially that's what evolution is right evolution is presented Darwinism they're kind of the same thing so evolution, yeah, evolution is presented a problem, right? Uh, they the problem could be, okay, uh, the environment is changing. So, um, say they've gone from a large water uh, environment to a low water envir- environment. Instead of adapting to not need water, what <laughs> what the creature might do adapt is to hold water within its body. Yeah. Right. Like a. In the desert, like the cactus. Yes, yes. And the camel. Yes. Um, they don't hold water in their bodies. It's no, in the in the humps. It's not water. No. Is I thought it's water storage. Like they no. they store in fat and water. No, they they store fat in the humps, but not. Yeah. It's got nothing to do with the water. Okay. It's just like it's just a hump. I thought it also stores water in them, like then can keep it. Nope. Oh, that's a shame. That's why Camerupt is a fire type. <laughs> Yeah, um, yeah. So you know, so now now that now this creature, instead of evolving to not need water, it evolves to hold as much water as it possibly to, can to make use of it. Yes. So now the environment changes again. Just thinking of Dune. <laughs> yeah. So now now the environment changes again. It's gone from a low water environment to a jungle environment. There are predators around. Um, so instead of you know changing to become more offensive, it starts using its water defensively right it starts what a gun <laughs> it starts uh, sucking in water and uses it to create a layer around it which makes uh, it hard to bite or whatever I, I'm making this up by the way it's not like a real creature right no uh, but I'm just saying so you know and then you know the environment changes again and evolution has to adapt and suddenly we've got a creature that is so weird and doesn't make any sense because evolution has just gone uh, slap a bandaid on this yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's all life is. It's just adapting to one's surroundings. Yes. We are so inefficient as mechanical beings, right? Yeah. Uh, because we decided to be bipedal, we have back problems for days, right? Uh, we are not effective runners or sprinters, right? We're endurance hunters, which means that if we wanted to hunt a horse, we would walk it to death. Oh. So we can just go for a run, the horse runs, ties out. 
We go for a run, the horse runs tires out, and soon we start gaining on it because we're able to conserve our energy for longer. Um, there are several other animals. You know, uh, goats evolve ever-growing horns that sometimes just stab them in the head and kill them. Well, their own horns? Yeah. Oh. You know, um, pardon me, um, pandas, koalas, red pandas are all previously carnivorous beings that have evolved an opposable thumb so that they can eat a highly non-nutritious food instead of meat. And now effectively, they're dying out because they've got so little energy to save themselves. Uh. Pandas are one of the few creatures out there that should be dead. Pandas should not be on this earth. Pandas are killing themselves and we're keeping them alive. Why? Because they're cute. Fair enough. That's a valid point. <laughs> but they know Kung Fu, so they can defend themselves. No, that's only Jack Black. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so like evolution is so Bizarre. finicky, yeah. and and it doesn't make sense half the time because it's it will find one out of 50 solutions. This one solution is just absurd. It works, but it's 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 absurd. Um, so I think when you think about like you know we're not going to have replications of you know it took so many different layers of evolution to get to where we are now. That other life is going to look so different to us. They they're probably not going to have hearts. They're probably not going to have a circulatory system the way that we know it. They're probably not going to have a nervous system the way that we know it. Mm-hmm. They're probably not going to have a, a olfactory system like eyes, nose, and mouth. They're probably going to have a totally different set of systems. They're going to be totally unique in their biology that we're going to have to relearn biology through an alien lens. Yeah. So I feel like there's a ch- you know we could be come across alien life and we won't even know it. Hmm. Um, if you so Love Death and the Robot season three, there's an episode where they're on this moon of Jupiter, a moon of Saturn, I think. It's uh, they're exploring it, and then a big dust storm comes along, and uh, the woman like the, there's two women. One of them, her head is basically caved in, and the the astronaut helmet is smashed and right. all this dirt is covering her face and the other one is uh she's alive she has a couple pockets of um of like uh what's the word like uh punctures and stuff some of this dirt has made its way in turns out this planet is an entire electrical unit it is alive and then it it basically eager kinda but not like sentient and like it is sentient but not in the way like it's not controlling itself if that makes sense not controlling its own ecosystem yeah you know you know Mogo from Green Lantern no Mogo is a living planet where it's actually a planet that just happens to have sentience but it doesn't like have like a face or anything like that Um, yeah so uh, this the planet animates the body because it's got bits and pieces of it inside the body it's able to now control can you know use its electrical impulses to control the body, and then the planet develops a relationship with this woman, and then the woman like offers herself to the planet so she can live because she gets to see all these electrical signals that are happening, and like you know there's a chance that that's like an actual biological or at least living thing out yeah. there. Um, it's and one it's of the so gr- like hard to comprehend that we think it's just yeah. I we're well limited by what we know for sure. Um, but th- that's kind of why. I have a love-hate relationship with Avatar for this. Which one? The blue people, Pandora one. 
because James Cameron, he okay, so he modeled it on like seafloor organisms, and you can see this with the way there's bioluminescence and the way you've got the bloop, bloop yeah, things yeah, that yeah. fly around. Um, and so all the creatures in Avatar have six limbs, okay. except for the Navi, which I found really weird. I think the Navi should have had six limbs. Oh, so? Because, so, you know, we, the way that we all build ourselves is, you know, all mammals have four limbs, right? That's just, uh, it tracks across. Except Dr. Octopus. You're going to make me cry. <laughs> um, so, yeah, all, all mammals have four limbs and yeah. all, you know, uh, there's something called... I'm getting into biology now. No, go for it. There's something called the pentadactyl limb system, which is where we are able to recognize the same bones that build our hands in, in most forms of life that are terrestrial. Because it's almost identical and it's very... Yeah, so seals, bats, birds, uh, lizards, you can see the same arrangement of bones. Mm. Just But then, you know, birds have evolved to make it into... Feathered wings, uh, almost losing it completely. Lizards have developed uh, claws for gripping. Seals have developed them into flippers. And bats have developed them into long, spindly fingers that have become wings. Yeah. So we're seeing these... Uh, it's just a base, say, formula that they've then extrapolated from. So we're the same. You know, All mammals have four limbs. It's kind of known across all mammals. And then uh, you know, all insects have six limbs and stuff like that. So back to the Navi people. Yeah, so... Every mammal on that planet has six limbs. Hmm. Why don't the Na'vi? Because they're humanoid. Yes, but I mean, there's monkeys in there. There's yeah. monkeys with six limbs. Uh, that's called convergent. That's um, called a creative license. <laughs> <laughs> it, um, so when two species that don't have the same origin or their their ancestor is so far back, but then they develop the same things, it's called convergent evolution. Mm. So a good example of that would be uh, uh, if you look at things in Australia and things outside of Australia, a lot of our marsupials, them and mice, they develop the same sort of small shriveled faces, small little hands, but they are not related barely. You know, they'll have like a mammalian ancestor millions of years ago, but nothing that we can trace back within yeah, that yeah, system. Yeah. So same thing here, you know, there's a rhino, there's a jaguar um, on Pandora, but they just evolved to get the same stuff. Yeah, so why do the Na'vi have six? don't know. That's an interesting question. I think I think James Cameron once said that the Na'vi aren't mammals. Okay. But I don't think anything in that movie is mammal. So, like, you know. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I'm, I, I, I'm confused with that. that I, I haven't watched that movie in a long time. It's good. I watch it again. Yeah? I like it. In I don't real know. Real 3D? Sorry? In real 3D? <laughs> I watched it in my 2009 TV on with Disney uh, on on Disney Plus. Oh yeah. But yeah, no, I quite I quite like it. I enjoyed it um as much as it was, you know. Um okay, so I'm looking up a Reddit co- post. Why do Navi only have four limbs? Just some things that have bothered me. All the vertebrates in Pandora fo- follow a similar skeletal structure, similar to the way each earth vertebrate, even aquatic ones have a similar structure. Head, spine, limbs, tail, etc. On Pandora, the pattern is similar to Earth, but with the four limbs being paired for a total of six limbs plus tail. Um, Thanator for four limbs. Okay, cool. Yes. Yeah, because they do have a tail, but they don't have six limbs. Yes, but even yes, exa- yeah, exactly. 
Um, I don't know if there's an in-law explanation, but the filmmaking explanation would be the more humanoid they are, the easier it is for audiences to sympathize. That's exactly it. At some point in the evolution, their limbs merged. If you look at the arms of pro-lemurs, you can see it transitioning to that. Okay, so when I said monkeys, I meant they're called pro-lemurs. So all the other animals, they have distinct limbs. Mm. These ones have like one limb that becomes two at the end. It like forks off. Hmm, interesting. 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 James Cameron has addressed this. He basically said he knows the Navi should have six limbs, but it would be too hard for the actors. What's the sequel about? The, the Way, Way of, of Water. water. Um, it's essentially the after the fallout of that the one. War, yeah. So he's got a family now. He's adopted a kid, and they they've gone to a different tribe, a tribe that's that's more based in the water, and um. You know they've evolved specifically to sort of be more water based in there. They've got bigger forearms and they can hold the breath or whatever. Like we see that in human stuff as well. Uh, but some of the people that stayed on the planet aren't good people, and they found a way to get avatars as well. So the big general guy who was the big bad evil guy with the he first one. He didn't die. I thought he died. We thought so too. We saw him die on screen. But there's a avatar that we see in the trailer that has his tattoo on him. So yeah, I don't know. It's gonna be interesting, and I I just hope that the CGI is improved enough that it feels like it's worth this being made. If that makes sense. Yeah, because I thought he didn't want to make sequels because he criticized the Marvel movies as well. Oh no, he's had these sequels planned out since forever. Planned out. Yes. Um, we were meant to have had like four Avatar movies by now, but they kept getting pushed back and pushed back and pushed back. Um, he's had this Avatar universe built since the nineties. Wow. He was just waiting for technology to catch up. Which is insane filmmaking when you think about it, right? Like, when you think about, like, he had sort of this uh, entire expansive idea and just went, the world ain't ready for this yet. I'm just going to sit on this. So, like, he's just waiting for the technology to catch up that he envisioned all these things. So much so like that what, he made... Leonardo da Vinci and stuff and the flying glider and all that, like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, so, like... He he's made new technology multiples of times for this, like the three D technology that he made, where it wasn't the red and uh, red and blue glasses. He was the f- like this was the first movie to have those black tinted glasses for three D. So was he an engineer or? I, I don't know. I think he's a multifaceted man. He's he owns a submarine and he goes deep sea yeah. exploring by himself. Because he has like two of the highest grossing movies of all time, like Titanic and yes. Yeah, that's a, that's a feat. And he did, and a- he did one of the aliens as well. Terminator and Alien too. Yeah. So. he's he's a fantastic filmmaker, but I think he gets boxed in for some of the meme things about him. The fact that what meme things that he owns a submarine and goes South Park loved to have a go at James Cameron. Really, yeah. they make fun of him in the submarine. <laughs> yeah, it's the whole thing where it's just the bar hobby. the bar for humanity is so low that James Cameron had to go in his submarine to pick it up off the sea floor. Yeah, <laughs> fair enough. And it had a song like James Cameron, the greatest pioneer. No river too steep, no mountain too deep. Who's that? It's James Cameron. <laughs> It's the t- only one I remember is the Lord. Hey, I'm Lord. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> I am Lord. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't get that. <laughs> yeah. Um. Oh. Another thing is, a lot of these animals breathe through, like, neck pieces on their shoulders. It's like where their collarbones are. These animals are breathing That's through like them. breathing through them. Yeah. But the Navi breathe through their mouths, like simps. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. Breathers. 
Piece of the indiscretion comment by trolling. Oh, wait. That's why there are a lot of cool details. Uh, okay, never mind. Yeah, so I, I did quite like enjoy this movie. A lot of the uh, mm. the themes are very in your face. Because like, you watched it recently, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. We yeah. didn't talk about it. You can, we can talk about it today. Yeah. Well, look, we're mixing everything that we yeah. we brought up: space, aliens, and biology. All and in what one. the 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 question of the week? <laughs> oh my! <laughs> you know what? We'll get to the question of the week after week, the break. Right yeah. up, right after this break, we're gonna play some music. We're gonna play some ads. Stick around, and uh, yeah, we're gonna go into it today. IPL Radio is a community access radio station and has been inspiring passionate lives since July 2020. Broadcasting across Australia, New Zealand, America, Canada and the UK. We're very proud of our family of presenters who come from all walks of life, young and young at heart, with health or mental health issues or disabilities. But we need your help. For just $25 a fortnight, you can help to keep our lights on so we can continue to provide a platform for people to share their story. IPL Radio is a registered not-for-profit with DTR status. That means any donations to IPL Radio over $2 are tax-deductible dollar for dollar. Become part of the IPL Radio family. Donate now by visiting www.iplradio.org.au and clicking on the Donate Now button. Or email us at info at iprradio.org.au. So, James Cameron, the greatest pioneer. Yes, of the, the 21st century. Yeah, he really he really did a lot. Arguably more than Steven Spielberg and um, George Lucas. Oof, I wouldn't say that. They were his peers, I think. Yeah. They worked all together. They all, they, they yeah, they all, they all worked together. I don't think... I think they've both done diff- a lot of different... All three of them have done a lot of different things for cinema. Steven Spielberg is just knocking out winner after winner after winner after winner. But yeah, so... So you've seen Avatar, yeah? Yeah, a long time ago. Okay. So what what do you think of it as a movie, and what do you think of it as... Oh! <laughs> uh, I'm getting ahead of myself. You know why? Because we haven't even talked about the question of the week. Michael, yeah. what was the question of the week? If you could bring back a loved one to life... But they would have no memory of you. Would you do it? Oh, So personally, what did you say? I said get... no. Okay, why? Because I feel, I don't know, like memory. Is memory more important or is presence more important? Like the times you spent together, the things you've done. That is the question. Yeah. So maybe like if I if I said yes, I'd um not re- kind of like remind them or just like show them how much they meant to me. Yeah, yeah. I guess at the end of the day, no, you know, because it's like a different person. But you, st- you you still have that emotional memory of them, but they won't have it of you. So they'll treat you like a stranger. And, and they don't have, a, I guess, a capability of, like, remembering it all, like how um in Kingsman and stuff. Yeah, and also, like, have you seen Fifty First Dates? That's, like, an entire plot point of that I haven't show. watched it, but I heard about it. Yeah, it's, it's, it's essentially the... Uh, the girl that has uh, short-term memory loss. So every time she wakes up, she's forgotten about the day before. Mm. So a guy just spends his time. It's an Adam Sandler movie, I think, and he just has a first date with her all the time, and then he tried to over. Yeah, it's a whole thing. It's a whole. It's thing. so wholesome. Kinda. It's like a. It's it's a rom com, but it's very drama. 
and stuff. So, so what would you say in that verdict? I don't know. I've not lost anyone yet, which is weird to say. Which is good, yeah. I mean, I I think it's because I'm not close to a lot of my family, and my family is generally I'm missing like you know all my dad's side of the family. I don't have any contact with them, so I don't know who's died or who's not. So yeah, I haven't had death be an impact on my life yet. I'm terrified of when it will happen because mm. it's probably gonna be my, be my mum probably. Um, but that you know that means that like um. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't have any sort of experience with death. And, you know, then it boils down to the question. It's like, what are we? Are we our memories or are we intrinsic presence. to ourselves? Physical presence, yeah. Like, if, if you had a total memory wipe and you experienced things differently, would you be a different person? That, that, comes di- that boils down to nurture versus nature. Mm. You know, what makes us us? Um... Because again, like you're adapting your current, your current surroundings and making an imprint of that. Yeah, and then this would also politically be an interesting question. You know, the, you know, the 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 political sphere we have today is all about, um, the preservation of life, I guess. And you know, how how would someone who, perhaps is pro life, would they react to this question? And, in in my head, you would think that you know it's all about you know, generating life, bringing life back to the earth. So you would think that they would say yes, maybe. I think it's just like that. I think this is different because you're forcefully bringing back from the dead. I mean, like the natural order of death. I mean, comparatively to forcefully for bringing someone to term. Yeah. yeah I, I, I think, I think it follows the same similar logic. Cause you know this is a magic question. It's not like it it's is. a it's thing that like can, a, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But you know, if it's a magic question, that it, it's not breaking any natural order because the natural order is us. Mm. Um. So yeah, no, I, I I'll be interested. I think. To, to What's that on the computer? <laughs> it's a game I was gonna play okay. whilst we were talking. Fair enough. Because <laughs> yeah, it's been a day. Um. So yeah, what what are the results? It was a strong no. A strong no. Wow. Okay. So it's like eighty nine percent. And eleven percent yes, which was one vote. Okay, did anybody give their reasonings to why? No, I was interested to see, but I think it was pretty straightforward. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 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 I mean, yeah, I I feel like the 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 reasoning why is going to be the same amongst everybody. Yeah. Generally, um, I don't think anybody's doing it because they're being like sort of morally better than anybody else, but it's more like maybe. Like, you know, it, it is a grey area to touch on. Uh, there are several movies about why it's a bad idea. Um, what is it? Re... Oh. It's, it's, an old, it's an old movie about um, a guy bringing things back to life and it just does not go well. The horror movie? Yes. Or um, about the cat? Yeah, there's a cat in it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah they yeah. made the remake of it. Um, uh, Pet Cemetery. No, Pet, not Pet that Cemetery. one. No, 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 no. There is a cat in this one. What's what? Reanimator? Reanimator? I think that's Never it. Never heard of that. It's an old movie, uh, and it's got like classic like uh, physical black and white and stuff. No, 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 no. But it's got it's got like a uh, a lot of really nice practical effects for horror. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's a lot of fun. Uh, <laughs> uh, so yeah, it's I remember yeah watching that, and then there's the movie Flatliners about people. Killing themselves, so they'll come back to life and experience oh. life differently. That's an interesting. Did movie. you hear about um, 
bit off topic, that whole Jonestown situation. Yeah, the cult? Yeah, that, yes. was, that was creepy. Yes. I, drinking the Kool-Aid thing. Was... I am very into cults. I like learning about cults. You know, the, the idea that one person can mass persuade people to do stuff that they wouldn't normally do, that is fascinating to me. And sometimes I wonder, would I be able to do that? Be charismatic. Yeah, um, it's a charismatic leader. You, so I learned about it in psychology. A cult is often somebody with a charismatic leader. Uh, they pull you away from society and they make you like kind of cut ties. They with wrap you with their ideology. Yes, and yeah, and they make you cut ties with informed people essentially. Yeah. So that's why Scientology is a cult. Um, as much as people will be like, it's speaking a re- of which, Top Gun grossed a billion dollars in the box office. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. So yeah. So Scientology, um, as it stands, is a cult, um, even though it is marketed as a religion. It's 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 yeah. Um, and it's a business, but yeah, cults to me are very interesting. We think about sure. uh, Waco, What's that? Uh, Waco, Texas. It's called the the Waco Siege. Uh, essentially, you know the so there's the Church of Latter Day Saints. I heard of that. And they had an offshoot called the Latter Davidsons. No, uh, Slank Davidsons or whatever. Um, then they had an offshoot. So you've already got like the, the Church of Latter Day Saints are already like a fringe group, right? And then they had an offshoot because they weren't fringe enough. So then this group became a bit more sort of internal and um, self-managing. Yes, yes, that's a good way to put it. Um, and then they had an offshoot, and this guy essentially bought like a large plot of land, bought all the people who followed him there. He. The, he actually usurped the previous guy and made this offshoot essentially, but kept the name. And um, he basically said, uh, "You know, this is our place now." He bought heaps of guns, bought l- everything, and like basically they fortified armed- the place. Yes, and that got the attention of the AFT or ATF. Um, uh, Sorry, American Tax Federation. <laughs> no, it's uh, these weapons are untaxed. Tobacco, firearms, and oh gambling or the other one um yeah so they got their attention they tried to launch an investigation they deemed what he was doing was not good and basically they well, ammunition maybe ATF get it up I'm ammunition it up. tobacco and firearms it's gonna do my head in ATF oh is it oh Bureau of Alcohol Tobacco and Firearms oh, that makes sense yeah so yeah they basically stood outside and they were like saying essentially they were like there's people in there with guns, and it got the attention of the police and all this other stuff. And then they brought in military, not military, but like riot squads and stuff like that. And it became a siege, right? Which in medieval times is the army camps outside your castle for about three months and waits you out, essentially. This is what was happening. When did this happen? I think in the 80s. Um, 80s, okay. Waco siege. And in America, right? Yes, Waco is a place in Texas. Uh, Waco Siege, also known as the Waco Massacre, was the law enforcement siege of a compound that belonged to the religious sect Branch Davidians. That's it. They, yes. Uh, oh, sorry, part of me is in the 90s, 93. Okay. Um, yeah, so essentially, uh, you know, they they sieged the place by just camping around it, and then... They you know, starved them out. Sh- shots were being, you know... <sighs> Okay, I'm gonna bring in. I'm gonna bring out the actual Wikipedia. I don't want to get anything wrong in this. Uh, so I'm gonna read the rec- the. Uh, I think this site is called 
wikipedia.org. There you go. Wikipedia is the most trusted resource. Only the facts. It is. It, no, genuinely, we need to get rid of the idea that Wikipedia is not a reliable source. Because what happens if you scroll right to the bottom of the pages... You got you all can, the APA referencing. You can see everything that has been sourced throughout this and figure it out yourself. It's what it's a good resource. So yeah, if you do your projects, just go to the bottom. Yeah, no. Copy paste the you get the information and just write whatever resource. Exactly. So the Waco siege, also known as the Waco massacre, was a law enforcement siege of the compound that belonged to the religious sect Branch Davidians. It was carried out by the U.S. federal government, Texas state law enforcement, and the U.S. military between February twenty eighth and April nineteenth, nineteen ninety three. Uh, the Branch Davidians were led by David Koresh, and were that's not an Israel name by the way, and were headquartered at Mount Carmel Center Ranch in the community of Axtell, Texas. Mm. Uh, so this is about 21 kilometers northeast of Waco. Uh, suspecting the group of stockpiling illegal weapons, the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms (ATF) obtained a search warrant for the compound and arrest warrants for Koresh, as well as a few select group, a few of the select um, group members. The incident began when the ATF attempted to uh, serve a search and arrest warrant on the ranch. An intense gunfire erupted, resulting in the deaths of four government agents and six Branch Davidians. Upon the ATF's entering the property and failure to execute the search warrant, a siege lasting 51 days wow. was initiated by the FBI. Um, yeah, and eventually the FBI launched an assault and initiated a tear gas attack in an attempt to force the Branch Davidians out of the ranch. Shortly thereafter, the Mount Carmel Center became engulfed in flames. The flames resulted in the, in the deaths of 76 Branch Davidians including 25 children, two pregnant children, and David Koresh himself. Two pregnant children? Uh, pregnant women. Pregnant women. Oh, oh gosh. Oh, gosh. Oh, no, Alex. No. Um, the events of the siege and attack are disputed by various sources. A particular controversy ensued, ensued, ensued over the origin of the fire. An internal justice department, department investigation cl- concluded in 2000 in the year 2000, that incendiary, incendiary tear gas canisters were used by the FBI, but maintained that the sect members had started the fire. Um, Take that, Billy Joel. <laughs> we didn't, didn't start, start the, the fire. fire. It was the Branch Davidians <laughs> in the center. <laughs> there are 25 children dead yes. and the two other pregnant women. <laughs> that, can I? I shouldn't make jokes about that, should I? No, I shouldn't. No. Um, May they rest in peace. Yeah. This came after a panel of arson investigators concluded that the Davidians were responsible for igniting it simultaneously in at least three different areas of the compound. The events near Waco, along with the law enforcement siege at Ruby Ridge less than 12 months earlier, have been cited by commentators as catalysts for the Oklahoma City bombing by Tim Timothy McVeigh and Terry Nichols, as well as the modern-day American militia movement and a rise in opposition to firearm regulation. So, yeah, I found out when I researched this the first time that the Oklahoma City bombing, um, one of the guys involved was a part of the uh, Branch Davidians. Um, Yeah, it's, it's... 
Yeah, so um Oh wait, no, maybe maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. Hold up. Nichols had assisted in the bomb preparation, motivated by his dislike for the US federal government and unhappy about its handling handling of the Ruby Ridge incident and the Waco siege in nineteen ninety three. Pardon me. He did the attack on the anniv- second year anniversary of the Waco siege. Okay. Because basically the Waco siege is seen as a massive massive faux pas by the mm. American government. One of its many faux pas. Um, and so, you know, people hold the American government for the death of those 76 people. Well, actually, it's more because it's uh, how many people died? Six uh, so 10, so 86 people that died because of that. Um, so yeah, cults, man. Stuff, yeah. yeah. Did well, you play the Far Cry games? I played number four and I played Primal. Oh, I was going to say, number five is all about a cult. Really? Yeah. Is that the racist cult one? No, they're not racist. It's just like... Oh, in, is that number six? In, is that in number America. S- it's number six the racist ones. Yeah, that's what Jack Harlow is. Esposito. No, number five is a racist one then. Um, Number five's... Let me look it up. Let me look it up. Let me look it up. Yeah, that these guys. Were they racist though? No, they were just a cult. No, no, no. They were that's racist. America, right? Yeah, they were racist. <laughs> okay. Because people were like... People got up in arms about it. And by people, I mean those kinds of people. Mm. They said, oh, why are they making us the enemy? Oh, I see. I and see. because normally the enemies are like Asian people mm. and stuff like that. And they thought that they're being attacked on. And then like the guy's like, no, we just made some racist stereotypes. And they're like, then if you're getting personally attacked by this, you should probably reevaluate yourself. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. Yeah. So, what, so yeah, it's about a cult. Yeah. Like the whole intro sequence of the game is you're there and you have to go arrest the cult leader. And the cult leader just willingly... Let's himself be arrested, but his cult doesn't want that. And then they take him to a helicopter, and all people are climbing up the helicopter. And one cult member willingly throws himself on the on the the gear, and oh. the helicopter crashes. And then they're just all blacked out, and the 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 guy just gets out off the helicopter fine. And the person on the speaker is like, "Hello, anyone there? Anyone there?" And he's like, "I'm here." And he's like, "Yes, cult leader, sir." Like even there's people on the on the security team who are in on the cult, so it's just so scary. Like Jeez. he was so confident in himself that he willingly, you know, he came and he got himself arrested, but his he was so confident that his cult would um get him free or yeah, like it's so fanatic that someone they're just climbing up a helicopter as it was going off and someone just threw themselves willingly onto the helicopter spinning it's, things. Yeah, it's, it's pretty. Is scary. that the technical term for that? Um, Helicopter propellers. Things. There we go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, it's and like it is a video game. At some point, there is a suspension of disbelief, but then it isn't so far removed from things that we know. Mm. Um, yeah, there's actually a cult in Australia. I think there's one in Perth actually, but it's about aliens. Really? Yeah. Basically, they believe that aliens exist, and they've given us like a higher order and stuff. They haven't like killed anybody yet, um, but. They've got a name. I'll Australian find the name. Australian Aliens Association. No, no, no. It's like you... Mm. UCLA. <laughs> no. There's a Do Go One episode about it. I'm going to I'm gonna scroll back. I'll find it at some point. Mm. Um, so are there any other cults you know about? Not really, no. Um, now I'm trying to think of other cults. The Jonestown cults. cult was an interesting one. It was. It was. Because that was in... 
South America, right? Yeah, he, they had the whole recording of um, the people drinking the poisoned Kool-Aid and you could hear the babies crying and crying and crying. Yeah, yeah. And the mothers force-feeding it to their child to all go up on the staircase to heaven or something like that. Yeah. And um, people were, you know, they were forced to take it and there were armed guards surrounding the venue, so they had to drink it. Yeah. And um, some people were just hiding in their rooms and I think about five or six people managed to hide and that they weren't called for that um, meeting. Yeah. Oh, Raylanism. Uh, R-A-E with the two dots above it. L-I-A-N-I-S-M. What language What language is that originated from? I don't know. German, Swedish? I have no idea. The two dots is like Swedish sometimes, right? Sometimes, yeah. I just um, like went to Ikea recently and like you see them everywhere. Realism. Realism. Also That's known such as a trippy star. It's like those optical illusions. <laughs> it's like a star of David. Yeah. But the blue and like spirally. Founded in France. Headquarters are in Switzerland. That makes sense. Yeah. They have an Instagram page. And a Twitter button. <laughs> I'm hitting up the Instagram. <laughs> Raelian movement. We are a philosophy of science. Oh we goodness, believe those limbs. Yeah, we believe that we create our own happiness, and happiness is health. We love the rainbow of humanity. Alien emoji, black heart, white heart, <laughs> yellow heart, brown heart, red heart, earth emoji, peace emoji. Yeah, let's look at these. I am proud because I am infinity, but I am humble because I am nothing. What I does think that? That's mean? just a generic like photo, sh- photo picture, and they put the caption on it. And I think. That they actually oh they're holding a book yeah yeah life has changed okay this is the bio we're we're gonna deep dive this this Look Instagram all the hashtags oh jeez life has changed nothing can stop change no one put these Botox well but Buddhas Botox s- they use Botox surgery they don't want to change <sighs> Buddhas are surfing on the wave wave of change are they trying to co-opt Buddhism they are they're trying to co-opt Buddhism. Because it's basically like... Oh, that's a titty. <laughs> Today you may see railings in the street showing different versions of the symbol known as a swastika. So, by the way, we're looking at four naked women making a swastika with their bodies. Each of them... There are four of them making this. So you can imagine what it looks like. Yeah. <sighs> Today you may see railings in the street showing different versions of the symbol known as a swastika. Is there a reason to attempt what some media claim is impossible? Rehabilitate the swastika as a meaning of well-being and good fortune. Yeah, because it used to be um, a Hebrew symbol, I think. Oh yeah, it was. Oh uh, yeah. Oh my gosh. I'm like a bird. A bird. Oh, what a <laughs> <laughs> so there's a photo that it says dot 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 like a bird with a photo of a. Okay, where, where's the diversity in these photos? I want to see some diversity. Peregrine falcon, I believe. <clears throat> um. Wow. I'm like a bird. I want to fly away. Okay, so um, your language is from the past. Is there a language of now? Love, being. Immediately you can speak Chinese, Korean, Mongolian. Anything you want. When you are, there is no language. A good image to help you feel now. Feel like a bird. How is a bird? Birds don't speak Chinese. <laughs> they don't speak French. They don't speak English. How many likes did it get? Uh, it doesn't say. They've oh, got it doesn't say. Okay. Likes hidden. 
You take the same bird in any country and bring it to another country, it immediately communicates. No, animals have language. They have accents. We know this. Really? A French goat and an English goat sound completely different. Oy. Gosh. Babies have accents before they're born. Shut up. <laughs> to meditate isn't... So- okay, I want to find some like controversial posts. Beings without borders. Doctors okay, without don't think about peace. Feel peace. Okay. Prophets of the heck. Oh my gosh. (laughs) What is this? Oh my. This is like some Eternals type thing. (laughs) So we're looking at. (laughs) We're looking at a a picture of, I believe, Buddhist monks. Is that Buddha? Is that a Hindu thing? I think that's a Hindu figure. So Buddhist monks, those are Buddhist monks, or Tibetan monks, sorry. Then you've got uh, a, a Hindu. Figure with the open palms. I think that, that often means like peace and stuff like yeah. that. They're wearing the Raelian symbol, which. No. Michael, can you see what that is? Hold on. Hold it's, on. A, it's a star, right? It's more than just a. St- oh, I can't zoom in. It's more than just a star, buddy. Um, I mean, that picture looks aesthetic AF, though. Uh, Look at the clouds and the. It's it's more the, than just a star. So that's that's a, the Jewish Star of David. What's on the inside of that? Can oh, you see? Swastika. They put a swastika inside the Jewish Star of David. <laughs> oh no 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 no. So okay, so what, what? So we're looking at like a bunch of a bunch of uh, uh, monks with a Hindu figure, and on this Hindu figure there is a, 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 a Jewish Star of David with a swastika on the inside. You got the best of both worlds. <laughs> And then, next to this giant statue's head, there is what can only be described as a translucent cowboy hat in the sky. <laughs> With the same symbol on on it. Oh, my goodness. I'm going Don't to... Don't do drugs. I'm going to... And, and there's, and there's uh, text that says, Prophets of the Past. I'm going to put this on It's like Instagram. the whole um, <laughs> uh, past and future aesthetic. Yeah. Are you posting it on our page? I'm going to post it on our Instagram. On our Instagram page? Yeah. Actually, should I post the entire thing? Should I get a photo of everything? No. I I wouldn't post that picture on our Instagram page. Actually, you're right. You're right. That's got really bad optics. All right, I'm going to read the bio for this. Hang in. We're going to put one. that Star of David and Swastika on you're our Instagram right. page. Raelians recognize that more than 40 prophets were sent by Elohim. What's that from? Elohim, Elohim. I know that Hindu? word. I've heard it referenced in something else. Oh, I can't forget. I can't spell it. A name for God. Okay, it's 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 the Hebrew name for God. Okay. Those who created us. Their mission was always the same. Guide humanity towards a more peaceful and loving society. Some prophets like Jesus, Buddha, Muhammad, Joseph Smith were more successful than others. However, Rail tells us that they were, to some extent, always betrayed. Here is a recent comment Rail made about them. Who's Rail? Oh, is Rail the head guy? The top guy. Uh, Rail is a French germ- journalist who founded and currently leads the Raelian movement, an international UFO. Yeah, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Okay. However, Rail tells us, okay, uh, here's a recent comment Rail made about them. No prophet ever wrote any religious book for the simple reason that they were all illiterate. Hmm. Moses, Jesus, Buddha, and Muhammad simply didn't know how to write. They were just teaching verbally, so their words were reported at the beginning as an oral tradition. But didn't Jesus literally write on the ground with his finger? 
Yeah, but I mean, I sure it wasn't like okay at dawn. I go over here and I go this, this and then you guys flank him but and that, you attack that, him from that's, this that's side. That's battle plans. That's different. That just needs arrows. <laughs> yeah, that's, maybe that's what do you, they did. Do you remember the story about in the in the temple with Jesus and with the woman getting like throwing stones at her and like who you cast the first who 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 hasn't sinned can cast the first stone? I've not seen that. Oh, uh, that was that was a whole story, like with the prostitute and he's oh. like, oh, she's such a sinner. She shouldn't be here on Sundays in the temple. Yeah, and Jesus is like, you know, if you're also good, uh, if you're the one who hasn't sinned, you can chuck the first stone at her. And then he was writing like things on the ground, and he was like, oh. be be gone, yeah, be gone, like be gone be, thought. No, 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 not be gone thought. Like, um, <laughs> be gone thought. <laughs> like, go away, you're you're in peace or something like that. Okay, well. I don't think that you know what you're talking about, yeah. Michael. This, this guy, is the real stuff right here. This guy named Rail, who believes that UFOs are real. Who owns the transport services. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, where was I? Uh, they were teaching verbally, so their words were reported at the beginning as an oral tradition. Mm. And we all know what happened. Okay, that's incorrect. We all know what happens when sentences are passed from person to person. They always... They're spelling everything wrong they always more and more disformed and the longer an oral tradition is passed the more it goes for modification so <laughs> they're the ones who don't know language <laughs> spell everything wrong so much that even after passing a simple sentence to as little as 10 persons it loses its original meaning imagine what happens when it goes on for de- decades centuries after the prophets died their alleged teachings were collected in books collected is in quotation marks by the way mm always betraying the original ones because political powers were controlling the skulls and making sure that their powers and traditions were not altered by these writings. So all Buddhist books, Bibles, Qurans, etc., all only 10% of the original teaching of the prophets. That means that 90% of their content was invented by man. <laughs> yeah, you can, you can go to their Patreon and find the rest uh, of their content there for us. I'd love to see these guys on the Joe Rogan show. Oh my gosh. <laughs> They're only in Perth, right? Australia-wide. No, 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 they're everywhere, but there is a sect that is in Perth. I remember. That means that, uh, yeah, all prophets were originally teaching peace, love, compassion, and non-violence except in self-defense. That includes the Quran, Muhammad having been the most betrayed prophet of all. Okay, there is... So what they've done is they've taken a, a valid argument and twisted it for their entire... Ideology. Yeah. Classic. You know, I, I, I'm actually keen to go get an interview with one of these people. I'll bring them on the show. Oh, that would be... Phenomenal. It would. The Earth doesn't need us, but humanity does. Uh, be better than. Oh my gosh. They're making jewelry out of this swastika I'm, star, I'm David. Take a photo of it. <laughs> you could post it on our Instagram. I'm not posting it on Instagram just for the for the memes. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Okay, I'm actually gonna post it on my Snapchat. Okay, there we go. It's 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 post it now. I just said lol what. Okay. Um. <laughs> wow People are really making this into jewelry, huh? <laughs> Profit needs to be made regardless Yeah They opened up an Etsy shop just for this <laughs> When I was traveling sometimes in the airport People would ask me who I am Whether I was a teacher They see me all white And they feel something They ask the question This is bad grammar, by the way The question Oh no, sorry, I read it wrong The question was asked to Buddha himself who are you? Are you a teacher? No, I'm not a teacher, Buddha replied. You a scholar? No, I'm not. Are you sent by God? <laughs> no, I'm this. not. So who are you? And Buddha answered, I am. Not something. I am. am. 
It is my goal to make you be. <laughs> you can meditate by being. That's my only recommendation. Be. Matreya Rael, March 27th. Mary B. Benson. <laughs> you this, like this, jazz? <laughs> what? That's, like, That's so weird. Okay, I'm looking at these posts. A lot of them just look like uh, remade, um, like motivational posters. Mm. There's a guy jumping for joy. Here's a group of uh, people, and the caption is always choose the beautiful side of life. I think they're just taking these like motivational posters and trying to. Re- oh no! So this is definitely their own because it looks bad. Um, oh my gosh! So I think I think this is just essentially essentially what this what this has become is it's gone through almost uh, spirituality, but now it's been sort of turned into aliens. Yeah. And so, like, I th- personally, I think spirituality is valid because a lot of people find a lot of peace and, like, are able to sort of work on themselves through spirituality. And there's, like, a lot of validity there, I think. Uh, I think this guy has taken that concept and made it about aliens and UFOs, and now he's completely monopolized that idea. And tried to. Be, he sells books, by the way. Um, okay, so be you I wonder, completely. I want to see how the founder looks like. <sighs> okay, 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 okay. He's probably going to look exactly like how you think he does. Like. These are the guys from Stranger Things. Can we post Mari, this in, 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 to our Instagram? <laughs> if you can post it, post I'm, it on a story or something. I'm gonna, I'm gonna post it. I'm gonna post it to our Instagram. Um, what are you gonna say? I'm just gonna say, listen. Watch us talk about this guy. <laughs> it's so bad. Um, uh, okay, I should be able to paste that in there. There we go. That's <laughs> so stupid. I think we should post like the weirdest image we can find of the thing that we're talking about, and then post that because this is perfect. It just looks like like he's gonna, like his hair. Is that a hair or is like headphones for like, listening to a Walkman? <laughs> Yeah, have you seen a uh, Victorious the TV show? Oh, it I love that like show. Psychowitz. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah it does. <laughs> Look at this guy. Look at this guy. Oh my god. That feels a bit iffy. <sighs> they sell <laughs> ointment, wellness, vitamin C, heating patch, cotton tampons. <laughs> he sells these things. Oh my gosh. Oh, this is magnificent. It's comedy gold. This is we've we've got a gold mine here. Okay, okay, I want to find so, like shout out to our sponsor. <laughs> shout out to our sponsor. Oh, here's Dude, one. We're gonna get an ad of one of these. Like, if you give this, we'll have to play an ad for them. Okay, here's a picture. A bunch of uh, people jumping for joy with UFOs that look like cowboy hats <laughs> or Taco Bell. Yeah, it looks like Taco Taco, Taco Mexican Bell. hats. Here's a website here. I'm going to go there. Elon um, Embassy. Happy ET Embassy Day. Um, Elohim. Embassy. I wonder what's the, what's the demographic on how many people are in this set. Um, oh, I'm going to look. Yeah. This is. I, I like. I like. This is the direction the show is going in right now. We're going to call this what? Cults and uh, aliens. <laughs> I think we just call aliens it rail- Raylanism. Yeah. Raylanism and cults. Yeah, cults and Raylanism because we talk about cults first. Okay, here's here's his website. That's a nice website. Oh, nice. oh, let us build an embassy to welcome an ET civilization to Earth. Like classic '90s digital. Oh wow, extra. They're well funded. Look at that website. <laughs> yeah, you know if they use Squarespace.com, <laughs> they got With that nice code, white and blue 
Yeah. With our code, the verdict, you can get 20% of your Squarespace subscription today. Yeah. Extraterrestrials require special diplomatic status. It is becoming increasingly obvious that an ET civilization is contacting us and providing science to prepare us for an official contact. Some government <laughs> officials and scientists are undoubtedly aware of this. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to click on evidence. <laughs> evidence? <laughs> evidence. This is real. Are all UFOs extraterrestrial space? We're going through this, man. This is amazing. So what happens once the UFO makes contact with them? Do they get dissected or do they just get spirited away? Probed. Is that what they're looking forward to? (laughs) (laughs) You know, if they wanted to get probed, they should have an open conversation with their partner and just really talk things through. They don't have to get aliens. What is that that end goal just to get spirited away on a spaceship? Say the word. I don't know. Some UFO sightings are mistakes and some are fakes, but there are many that are credible. Credible sightings (sighs) usually involve one or more UFO sightings that change speed or direction, fly behind trees and clouds, etc. Numerous reports are backed up by radar signatures showing UFOs fly in incredible speeds and undertaking maneuvers that defy known laws of physics and are far beyond our current capabilities. Many sightings are reported by different people in different locations and by reliable people such as policemen. (laughs) Funny. Pilots and astronauts. The reliable information on unidentified flying objects is, <laughs> you see, fun fact about UFOs. Anything's a UFO if you have bad eyesight. That is very true. You know? It's an unidentified flying object. If I threw butter at your face really fast. I wouldn't be able to identify it. As you wouldn't. Thrown, so therefore it's a UFO. UFO, yeah. 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 So this is available from a number of sources. These include the personal testimony of Mr. Paul Hellyer, who was a Minister of National Defence and then Minister for Transport in Canada in the 1960s. He was still a member of the Canadian Privy Council. Wow. Okay. Official reports of US UFO sightings by pilots and other service personnel of Belgium, Brazil, Canada, Denmark, France, Italy, Mexico, Sweden, the UK, Uruguay... And many other countries that have opened the UFO files. Wow, we've actually we've actually made a pretty concise episode. When you think about it, right? We started with aliens. Yeah. We started with cults. We started with Avatar. Kind of, yeah, we kind of did. Then we've got aliens. Then we've got cults. Then, then we've got we alien daily cults. Questions. Then we've got alien cults, man. Alien cults. In the UK, a d- directive was given by Sir Winston Churchill, who, after discussing the matter with then-General Dwight Eisenhower, decided on the 5th of August, 1944, two months after D-Day, to ban was I thought D-Day was no Normandy landing was the end to ban the reporting of UFO incidents for 50 years okay more recently Apollo 14 veteran Dr. Edgar Mike Mitchell far out his name really bungled me there who in 1971 became the sixth man to walk on the moon told a British radio station in July 2008 that Earth is being visited by alien beings and quote unquote the UFO phenomenon is real though it has been covered up by governments for a very long time area um, 51 yeah I mean we stormed it didn't find anything Uh, please note that only one of the many thousands of reports of unidentified flying objects has to be a true sighting of an extraterrestrial spaceship for come okay do we have um, Katy Perry ET on the playlist oh my god we definitely should we definitely should I'm gonna gonna find it Uh, that was actually in our quiz last night Okay. Um, and it was and yeah. Uh, I do not see Katy Perry. Oh, it'd be E dot T, right? E dot T. Uh, we don't have that now. That's a shame. Type in aliens. Oh, I can't even spell that right. Was they either have another song? No, they do not. Blink one eighty two. Aliens exist. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Dramatic. When we go to break, we we'll put that on. 
All right, so let's have a look at this. So extraterrestrial evidence in ancient times. Dude, the- do you know what we should talk about? Ben Ted. What? Yes, I love that yeah, show. I love that show. <laughs> we'll, we'll save it for the next hour. Yeah. Sato went alien divisive what it did. I'll be sick. <laughs> On the plains of NASCAR. <laughs> okay, how else would you say this? N A Z C A. That's NASCAR, right? NASCAR. <laughs> On the plains of NASCAR, south of Lima, Peru, a series of straight parallel lines run across the ground for miles. While they are very difficult to see on the ground, they look like old landing strips on the air. Assuming the pre-Incan cultures did not use them as landing strips, the logical conclusion is that the aircraft of highly advanced terrestrial... There are so many other things you can draw conclusions to before you jump to aliens. Yeah. They could have just used them to drag things. No. They could have cleared a path to drag things. Aliens explain the unexpected. Yeah. Birds, monkeys, lizards, insects, and a giant spider and fish, and even what appears to be a suited astronaut figure, are meticulously drawn on the ground at a very high scale. At a very high scale. Moreover, not only these are there no mounted tops on which to view them, but they were discovered by modern humans only after airplanes flew over the area. Mm. Scientists say that these land carvings cover an area of 60 miles, date as far back as 15 centuries ago before the formation of the Incan Empire. Charles Berlitz points out in his book, Mysteries from the Forgotten Worlds. Shout out to the book. Shout out to the book. That the message coming out of these prehistoric drawings finds an echo in an ancient Peruvian legend about the goddess Oriona landing in a great ship from the skies. In other words, the Oriona legend could be interpreted as an extraterrestrial being landing in a spacecraft. Do we have the song Spirit in the Sky? Running up to the, the spirit, spirit in the sky, sky. In the sky When, when I, I die When I die When I die And I lay me to rest, rest. So we're going to the place That's the best We got it Yes <laughs> <laughs> UFO sightings today Okay so they, they, this, they, They've they said a bunch of stuff So I won't read everything Everything So Five Symington Former governor of Arizona Has, has So these are Legible uh, Credible Credible people, apparently. So, former governor of Arizona, Dennis Kucinich, uh, presidential candidate in the 2008 U.S. presidential election, Jimmy Carter, former U.S. president, and Paul Hellyer from the Canadian Minister of Defense. Mm. I think using presidents as the benchmark for credibility and validity is the George best thing. George W. Bush. Yeah, he did 9-11. Um, yeah. So, they're showing all these different stuff. Um so okay, let's have a look at this. Wallcraft at Egyptian temple. I've seen this one be debunked many a times. Cave so, painting wait, debunked. Yes. How so? Because um, th- what happens with these kinds of paintings is they get painted over and over and over, uh, and so when so they degrade, yes. different things show through essentially. Makes so sense. a cave painting showing people with rings around their heads. I mean, definitely, definitely astronauts are not just an artistic representation dum, of people. Doom, doom. <laughs> doom, 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 Astro. <laughs> what you know about rolling down, down in the deep? Okay, Adele. <laughs> okay, so the miracle of snow. I don't know. Oh, okay. The miracle of snow from 1400 Florence, Italy by Massalino Danpanichelli. Oh, wow. Thank you, I tried. <laughs> so if you look at this, it shows like saints or maybe God and a, f- a disciple appearing in a circle on top of a cloud. The cloud just so happens to look a little bit like a UFO. Or a clam shell. 
or a clamshell, both are valid. <laughs> no, but I mean, got, um, you know, uh, a lot of Renaissance paintings depict um, gods and clouds. Yeah. Uh, saints and clouds. Saints in rings. So instead of the cloud, they just... <laughs> literally, literally, uh, Michelangelo, I, when I went to his exhibit, um, it they, he's got a section where it shows God creating the different things, yeah, and yeah. he's always in a ring. He's on like a Petri dish. Yes. Uh, the crucifixion of Christ. Crucifixion, sorry. Is that like... It- they put a UFO in the background. <laughs> they made it look like that's a UFO beaming <laughs> into space. That's right. Christ uh, wasn't. Yeah, watch me laugh now and then get that. <laughs> then I won't be on next show. If I mysteriously disappear, Alex. Oh, no. That means you can't turn We're up. We're bringing for awareness to this, you know. Yeah, I know. And it's going to be in our title, you know. Yeah, I know. I'm well aware, buddy. And you know, it's going to be a keyword that when people search that up, it's going to come to our show, The Verdict, episode 15. Yeah. The baptism of Christ. If and I then there'll be like yeah. all this heresy and blasphemy <laughs> on this show. The baptism of Christ uh, shows a little guy in the back. UFO. <laughs> little UFO yeah. in the background. Um, Everywhere's UFO. It reminds me of like those Slenderman pictures when they put him in the background of everything. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the Annunciation with St. Amidius, 14th century by Carlo Crivelli. You know, they probably have a Reddit, uh, Reddit forum. They probably do. Crucifixion here that they're saying that this depiction of um of a saint in the sky is a UFO. My gosh, my gosh, this is this shows a guy looking at a hand pan that just looks like a UFO. Oh, if it looks like it, it looks like it. You're right. You're absolutely right. Look at this, Alex. Oh my gosh, the base of this microphone is actually a UFO. Oh my! If you flip that fan. Sideways, Michael. Should we put a bunch of pictures on our Instagram of things? There's just look UFOs, like- and then that guy in the middle of it, and like all arrows like pointing to him. Hey, <laughs> these aren't Scientologists. They don't have guns, as far as you know. Resources. Didn't they from the um a- AFO? The 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 firearms, alcohol, yeah. and didn't. No, this is nothing to do with them. This is the new oh, thing. Okay. Uh, crop circle images. Croc circle images. Yeah, <laughs> just like with Crocs. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the sandals, man. It's yeah. the sandals. Science team. Let's go look on that tab. God, we've gone down a rabbit hole. Uh, Australia. Ooh, ooh, we can find. Is it on the website? Oh, I'm looking. I'm looking this person up. I'm generally going to do it. Why? What if they're in WA? And we can call him for an interview. Literally, literally. Um, oh my gosh, that's going to be hilarious. <laughs> SMH.com. <laughs> Australia. Oh, that's a good one. The It's called Raelians, so they call them Australians. <laughs> How good is that? Australia. <laughs> oh, this is 2002. She lives near Byron. Mm, okay. Never mind. Byron Bay's on We should call it Australians. I think I, I like that as a as a um as a thing. Yeah. As a title. Australians and Avatar. Mm. I mean we just put that in the description. We can just call it episode fifteen. Fifteen. Australians. Yes. And that's then perfect. that just brings people in, you know? We should be discussing our <laughs> our strategies on air. Okay, okay. Um wow. They've got more they got a PhD. They've got a lot of Australian people involved. I wonder why. He said Ronda Rousey. All of these people are Australians. Huh. Okay. Okay. But these are the science team. 
Wow. Can you imagine contact. if about this and the Thor episode in one? That would be sick. Contact. Like this and like the Thor discussion. Yeah. Like aliens and New Zealand and Australian culture and then this. I could send them an email. You could do it. On live. Oh my God. What are you going to send them? The photo oh, of what you're going to post say. on our Instagram? Oh, no, sorry. So this is the contact them. Be the host country of the ET embassy. The embassy of... <laughs> IPO <Ex> radio host. <laughs> the Australian... Uh, should I do this? If you want to. I don't know. Okay. It's under your email address, not mine. Yeah, right. I, wait, no, this is this is to be the host country. Oh, this is different. This is different. But you're doing it for the memes. You're not, they'll think you're serious. Yeah, I don't, want, I don't want to be serious. FAQ, FAQ. And they'll have your email, so they'll like... Oh, wait, actually, if I go back to this image, rail.org. Let's look at that up. Rail.org. God, I'm going to get so many spams. So many, so many spam emails. This is the exact extraterrestrials. Okay, so ex I went to the Raelian movement. It says extraterrestrials created all life on Earth. The message. This is This is deep. Uh, we're, we're, we're deep. I diving. feel like we shouldn't be covering this, Alex. That's exactly why we should be. <laughs> Last words. <laughs> yeah, we're not. They're not going to shoot us on sight. They're all about peace and stuff. Look, he looks like he's pretending to be a... History was written by the winners. <laughs> oh, that's a pair of tits. Wow, okay. Go Topless Day, join us for our international Go Topless Day, Sunday, August 24, four days before Women Equalities Day. Okay, how is that their event? I don't understand. International... Okay, so... Okay, th the thing about them is they're not being harmful. Like, you know, okay, so when you think about, like, cults and that, right? Mm -hmm. They're often harmful in the way that they detach people from their... Um, society. From the society, and they sh they sort of say, you know, and often a lot of cults have um, a, a very negative impact on the people involved in them. But, you know, if this is providing them with something... You're seeing their website. You're not seeing their internal affairs. Okay, you're, you're 100%. Not, you're not their I should not be basing this. is just this. their website. Wait, it's honey is strategically active? designed. Can you get discounts? <laughs> Discount. <laughs> uh oh, gold rewards, baby plot. <laughs> okay. Now okay. this is that strategic PR image. You're right. You're right. I'm I'm falling for contact. Let's see if I can if I can contact them. Why are they making it? And we got a new caller on there. Your regional representative will contact you soon. I kind of want to do it. Do it. Go in the break. Do it now. You know, we'll go on break. Um, <laughs> we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna do some music. We're gonna be back in a bit, and when we come back, you'll learn if I did it. Anyway, this is Aliens by Blink One Eight Two. I have not heard this song before. I hope it's good. Your voice, your community station. You are listening to IPL Radio. Well, spoiler alert: I didn't send off the contact info. Oh no! For very good reason, actually. Privacy reasons. <laughs> yeah, essentially, I was going to give them my information so that they could contact me, but also uh, it would I would contact them to be on the show, but we're about to post an episode kind of bagging on them, so yeah, would, so that'll be a bad idea. Correct, correct. And if you want to look at the photo of what this guy looks like, head to our Instagram, the verdicts underscore. It's IPL. actually a nice photo. Like it is quality a good photo, but he just. He looks like the sides of his heads are just testicles, you know? It's like Pennywise. <laughs> yeah. Without the red hair. If Pennywise got a nine to five. Yeah, he got the whole suit on too. Yeah. Like the, the, the frilly. 
Yeah. So okay. So head to our Instagram, the verdict on squat IPL. Check out uh, the footage. We'll be posting some more throughout the week as well. Yeah. Um, and whilst you're there, check out our link tree. It's got all the information for IPL Radio and everything else in there. So, check, give it a follow. And tell your friends, please. Um, we're desperate. So, from one alien to another, the best show ever? Question mark. Question mark. On yeah. Cartoon Network. The best, yeah, one of the best animated animated shows ever, Ben Ten. Ben Ten. Um, which series was your favorite? Because you had Ben Ten, you had Alien Force, Ultimate Alien. Then we did a universe thing where we did Omniverse, and then we've had a reboot. So I have no problem with the original, but I think when I think of the cool Ben Ten, I think of the older teenager one. Yeah, yeah. You like Alien Force or Ultimate Alien better? Um, they both had the same animation style, right? I didn't yes. like the, the the whole new one, which is like chibi and yeah, yeah. No, they had the same animation style. Um, I don't remember them distinctly much. So, so I, Ultimate was... Alien was the one where he could evolve his aliens. So um, the aliens would go through like a genetic mutation, which would put them to the. Was it the one with the first one was like wildebeest and then turns into like a different one and it has a different power? I, th- I think I remember that very so, vaguely. So, um, Humongosaur, who's normally like the orange reptile thing, yeah. turns into the large green and blue one with cannons for arms. I think I remember that, yeah. Yes. Yeah, I, that's think that's o- that's I, s- I think that's what I associate with the the new one. Okay, okay. Because a lot of people say the Ultimate Alien dipped in uh, quality. Was that when it, the original uh, Spider-Man No Way Home crossover event where he meets his future self and they're all in the same... That happens five separate times. Mm. Uh, with the white accelerate. What? Um, you know the accelerator is normally blue and black. Yeah, it was white and black when he was an adult. So I don't know if that's the evolved form of it. So when we see the Ben Ten Thousand, mm. we see him a fair few times. But he, the way his Omnitrix works changes on the actions after he goes to the future. So Ben goes to the future the first time. He's got a, he's just got an Omnitrix that has ten thousand aliens in it, right? He comes back, and then obviously because he's gone to the future, he's changed. Oh, got modified f- and stuff. Yeah. He's changed the future. Then didn't he get the gray matter uh, alien leader guy to modify Zomitrix? Galvanax. Yeah, Galvanax. Yeah, um, yeah, he did. Um, which is why he got the the Ultimatrix, which mm. is the Omnitrix one. But yeah, so at one point, um, he's got <sighs> he has the ability to Ben Ten Thousand has the ability to morph aliens together. So he can do one alien, one alien. That's bring what together. Kevin Levin had. Like he was a morph of all these aliens. No, there isn't what he had. It's uh, was he was stuck like in that form. Kevin for a while, Levin right? was a. Gosh, we're really getting into the law. Huh? He was a, uh, a a race of alien that can absorb energy, um, but he didn't realize it. But then he was able to absorb the energy of the Omnitrix, which allowed him to become this horrible chimera of all the aliens in the Omnitrix. It happens to him twice, actually. Uh, in the in the original series, it happens to him with the original 10, and then it happens to him again with the next 10 in um, Alien Force. Uh, but yeah, no, this is just he's able to... Ben 10's able to morph into two different aliens at once and combining their powers. I haven't seen that. And then he gets a gigantum... Like, he gets the Ultimate Matrix, where he's able to Gigantamax himself, where he becomes... Where ben, Way big. No, where Ben Ten, the man, gets the powers of them without changing. Oh, without them. changing. Oh, that's yes. pretty cool. Uh, yeah. I just remember Alien X was so OP. Yeah. Because the two people arguing. Yeah, because Alien X is omnipotent. Mm. 
um, Alien X actually restarts the universe. Yeah. So I never watched Omniverse, which is the sequel series um, to Ulti. Just him in the background. <laughs> he's looking at you. He's making I'm eye the contact alien. with you. Um, yeah. So he's the uh, he's the ultimate um, life form. Yeah. Basically, and he ends up restarting the universe. He manages. But technically, to... he's made out of like a man and a woman, right? Like an alien. Well, two different. He's made out of two different um, consciousnesses. And when they agree on something, then the decision then, goes. Yes, yeah. which is why when you see them in the wild, I say in the wild when they're floating around space, they're just doing nothing. Yeah. Because they, you know, they only action stuff when two sides can agree. Um, but yeah, he's got like control over time and space and everything. Some cool stuff. So, in his normal Ben 10 form, when he wants to use forearms as power, does he just only has a super strength, or does he just grow two more arms? Like what the Navi should have... <laughs> yes, nice callback. Mm. Ben 10... Thousand... Ultimate Alien. Okay, I'm going to go to the Ben 10 fandom wiki. Ben Tennyson... Benjamin Ben Kirby Tennyson... Self-nicknamed Pen 10,000 is one of Ben Tennyson's possible futures at 24 years. Okay, cool. Um, cool, cool, cool. Uh, let's have a look at powers and abilities. Skill to hand-to-hand combat. He has an above-average eidetic memory and is able to remember even conversations from years ago with precise clarity. Learned a few tricks from Gwen. Oh, he learns magic? That's sick. Um, okay, so Ben 10,000 has unlocked and mastered all the powers of the Ultimatrix. In addition to instant access for as long as he wants, including ultimate forms, he can do so with all their powers without even transforming into them, instead using his own form, Ultimate Ben. Hmm. I don't know. It doesn't say. Um, I doubt he'd go through two more arms. Hmm. Yeah, that'd be weird, right? Just that... Yeah. Oh, here we go. Ultimate Ben here. So, Ultimate Ben. Uh, Ultimate Ben is the Ultimate Tricks artificially evolved DNA sample of a human. Ultimate Ben looks exactly like Ben 10,000 in Ultimate Alien. However, rather than wearing the Ultimatrix on his wrist, he instead wears an evolved Ultimatrix symbol on his chest. I am the alien. In Russia, I am the alien. I am the Ultimatrix. Ultimate Ben 10,000's most efficient form due to the fact in this form, Ben can use... Oh, it is in sufficient form. This is done by pronouncing the name of any alien he chooses, though it's not necessary, and pressing the evolved on the Matrix symbol on his chest. Speaking of um, Russia, do you think it's purely coincidental how David Harbour must get out of Russia in two separate series? They have to break him out of a prison in Russia, in Stranger Things, and in uh, Black Widow. <laughs> Wait. Mm, that's... Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Wait. Yeah. Yeah. That's weird. And even the boys is about Russia. Oh, I need to watch season. You gotta watch three. the latest episode. It's excellent. well. I need to watch season three. I haven't watched that yet. It's excellent. Ultimate alien. Ultimate Ben's body can adapt to match that of the selected aliens, such as body frame becoming large when accessing Humongosaur. Um. Okay. Um. Yeah, I loved um the the Ben Ten games on CartoonNetwork.com. I used to play them all the time. Yes, I remember those games. I remember I used to play the Teen Titans fighting game. Oh, those are good. Yeah, and you never got the combos right because you could use a combo to like do a team up move with someone who's off screen, and I could never get it right because mm. I think you meant to just do like like that to get the combo done. Yeah. And I was just going, and it's not working oh, for some I reason. See, definitely. Uh, so yeah, 
You know what I also like? The Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy. Yes, that was good. I didn't like... That was the cartoon I was going to say. The shows that I didn't like were Cat Dog. I didn't like yeah. Cat Dog. The, the Wild Thornberries. Those are like the older shows. Those are like the 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 era before. Those are like Nickelodeon. Those are Nickelodeon shows. Hey Arnold was okay. I wasn't a big fan. Yeah. Yeah, but I loved Ben 10. What's the theme song to Hey Arnold? I always used to know it. Hey, Hey Arnold or something like that. I'm thinking of Arthur. Yeah. Hey. It's a wonderful time today. That's it. That's all. You're going to learn to love and play and get along with each other. It started when an alien device it what it did and stuck itself upon his wrist, the secrets that it is. Now he's got superpowers. He's no ordinary kid. He's Ben 10. Wow. Get the lyrics out. Get the lyrics out. Get the lyrics out. And if you see a human being for a big surprise, he will turn into an alien before your very eyes. He's shiny, creepy, fast and strong with every shape and size. He's Ben 10. Do do do. All of his powers is on the case Fighting all people from Earth and space He'll never come to the gates that day Cause He's every kid's had kid day And the day is Ben 10 It's Ben 10 Do you know the Teen Titans song? Of course I do But they had that, that two versions Superpowers Teen Titans Teen Titans When the eagle under attack You and Red Stone They got your back See look These are some lyrics Teen Titans Go Yeah these are some lyrics Because they had a Japanese Oh yeah Sometimes they were in Japanese And sometimes they were in English Those are the iconic The iconic songs Yeah Yes, they were. And the Samurai Jack theme song. Yeah. I never watched Samurai Jack. Oh, that was alright. Uh, what other icon? Let, let's let's talk about iconic uh, songs at the moment. Yeah, iconic. I, I was going to say the, the Pokemon is an easy, cheap one. Yes, it is. Um, uh, I'm trying to think of really good intro. The Gravity Falls intro. There's no theme song, but it is. M- I haven't really heard good. It. It's like the do 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 do. It's like. <sighs> It it fits the vibe of like sort of creepy mysterious show. It's it's very good. Um, I think I think one of the classic ones is Adventure Time's closing credits. You know, I, I I'm liking the Ben Ten song as our intro thing. <laughs> Making that our intro? <laughs> yeah. No, no. Us singing it? Yeah. Maybe. Uh, but yeah, you've got the uh, you've got the uh, the Adventure Time closing one, which mm. is like, come along with come along. me. Oh, wait. To the butterflies and no, bees. You sound like Bo Burnham. Oh god! Don't ever say that. Is that a compliment? No, it it's is a compliment. Is it? Yeah. Thank you. Um, I sound depressed. <laughs> um, I've been listening to his deluxe album. I've said it before. I listened to his you deluxe have, yeah. album. He's got a song called "Microwave Popcorn," where he's like, it sounds like he's doing like a studio rap. He's got people in the back go, skibbity back back UK rap, <laughs> kinda. Yeah. It's like, oh, and then it's just a song about him making microwave popcorn, and okay. it's fun. It's fun. Uh, you get into it. Um, just type in iconic TV themes. It's gonna show like like live action stuff. Yeah, I- iconic animated theme themes. Cartoon theme tunes theme theme songs. There we go. Care Bears, The Jetsons. Okay, these are old. These are old ones that nobody's ever seen. Uh. Oh, Scooby Doo! Yeah, Scooby Doo! Where oh, wait, are you, Phineas and Ferb? 
I forgot how it starts. There's 104 Four days, days of summer vacation. And school comes along just to end that. So the annual problem for our generation is finding a good way to spend it. Like maybe building a rocket or fighting a mummy or climbing up the Eiffel Tower. But I forgot the rest. <laughs> I can tell. Discovering evil incorporated. <laughs> okay, okay. What what else is here? This is a watch mojo. Oh, okay. Uh, Total Drama Island. That's a good one. That's the I wanna be, I wanna be, I wanna be famous. I heard that. Oh. This is yeah, Gravity Falls theme. What? This is like the intro. Oh, and SpongeBob. It is very good. And then um, it's just this really nice music, and it's very mm. pleasant to listen to. And it's such a good. Have you seen Gravity Falls? Never, no. Uh, it's on Disney Plus. Okay. I would highly recommend it. It is very good. The humor is very good, and the show. It's very adult because they hide clues everywhere. Yeah, that's what I've heard. Um, I was I was watching a bit of like BoJack Horseman. Have you yes, watched? BoJack Horseman. It's really good. like mature. It is, but that's because it's not a kid show. Yeah, yeah, but like it's, it's just to, a talking horse. It's meant to be about like depression and stuff. Well, it's meant to be about Bob Saget. Okay, so Bo uh, Bo Burnham. BoJack Horseman is Bob Saget who appeared in Full House and Stranger Things. Nope. I think that was him in Stranger Things. Bob Saget? Type it in. Bob Saget. In season two. The guy who died. No, that's not him. You're thinking of... Uh, oh, I've seen the guy from uh, Lord of the Rings. Yeah, no, that's not him. Okay, Bob that's Saget. Oh, that's... um, the, Yeah, that super friendly guy who died. Yeah. Except he wasn't, like, super friendly. Apparently there was, like, issues with him and the uh, Olsen twins and stuff like that. Because they were in the, that show. And... um. <laughs> Yeah, it's about him, about how he kind of like washed up and stuff like that. And he's like the TV dad, apparently. Yeah, but like you know, like in BoJack Horseman. How far are you into BoJack Horseman? I was just I was just watching clips of stuff. Oh, okay. Essentially, the show is about how his life is washed up, and how he's trying to you know he's still riding the fame of this show from the nineties. Oh, that's just like Birdman the movie. Yeah, so he's like riding this show from the nineties that made him a household name, but nobody cares about him anymore. Mm. And he's become very destructive and toxic. And it's about him, so... Uh, actually, I'll type it in. Bob Saget. Was he voicing the character? Nope. It was just about him. Yes. Uh, okay. Both were in TV show and now he's a stand-up comedian. Both are pretty much nobodies and now are drunks. Thoughts? Here's a clue. Burdak's everyday wardrobe is almost exactly like what Sajid wears during a stand-up comedy act. The only difference is Sajid usually wears a lot more black. Personally, I think horsing around in Mr. Peter Butter's show are more like who's the boss than Full House, but that doesn't mean other than it's like Tony Danza. Horsing around in Mr. Peanut Butter's oh, show seemed like Full Tony House clones. <laughs> and Mr. Peanut Butter looks like Joey in the show. Then there's a joke about Bojack meeting John Stamos. So there was a lot of Full House, house illusions. But it w- it seems more to me like the writers are just referencing Full House as a very popular show. Yeah. Very true. Um, okay. Uh, s- someone else said something. Is Bojack Horseman Bob Saga? Saget. Oh, my God. As others said, there are parallels with the creator Bob. Uh, Raphael Bob has been clear that Bojack isn't based on one or two different actors. Okay, maybe I'm wrong. Rather, he's a character who's been based on the stereotypical washed-up Hollywood celebrity and an archetype which has been around probably for as long as it's been Hollywood. Okay, okay. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, what was I saying? Um, 
Yeah, Gravity Falls. Very good show. It's like all about mysteries and supernatural stuff and mm. Yeah. Um let's see what else they do. Hi hi. What's Hi this? Hi Puffy Yummy Yumi show? I never what you know this? I heard about it. They had a yeah, yeah. This oh one, this wait, one. that looks familiar. It was a, it had the similar Teen Titans anime type song. That was really cool too. Okay. I don't remember I don't remember ever I don't think I ever watched it. What's this? Oh, that's the same thing. Okay. Oh, this is from the creators of Phoenix and Ferb. They look very... I think it is oh, it is Phineas and Ferb. That's why. Gosh, I'm an idiot. Do you remember the simp song? <gasps> Squirrels, Squirrels in my pants. pants. Squirrels. Squirrels my... Yeah. <laughs> Is that Weird Al Yankovic? Yes, that's Weird Al Yankovic. Wow. He's so good. I love Weird Al Yankovic. Do you remember... Oh, the... no, 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 no. This is... Sorry, this is the Milo Murphy. So okay. They did make another show, but with the same animation and stuff like that. Johnny Test. I remember I this. remember Johnny Bravo. I remember Johnny Test, but... Yeah. Oh, the American Dragon. It's the American Jake, Dragon. Jake Long. Uh, I'm. Oh, okay. That's. Star- oh, the Fairly Odd Parents team. Mom and Dad, and Vicky always giving his command. command. Big twerp. Dun, 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 in his room. And I made a little fish gun as every yes. wish of their reality. They are the odd parents. Fairly odd parents. I'm gonna hate listening back to this recording. I'm going to cringe so bad. It sounds all right. No, 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 no. I cringe listening to myself talk, listening to myself uh, sing, flatly sing the Fairly Odd Parents theme tune. I'm going to be in my car and I'm going to drive well, off It's not as bridge. worse as your Mort impression. I, I cringed with that. That was hilarious. I, I, I love that. I, lo- I love that. I cried. Okay, what's the other... Um, Themes. <laughs> Thank God. Okay, so obviously we've got Teen Titans here. Um, honestly, the animation for the Teen Titans was, was so good. so good, yeah. Um, yeah. With that minimalism color. Yeah. They they did a little with a lot. A lot with a little. <gasps> TMNT. Yes. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Shell. Turtle Power. They're the world's most fearsome fighting team. I don't remember this. Oh, it's so good. I think that's the theme song for this one. Okay. Like, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Heroes in a Half Shell. Total Power. I don't remember. I need to play the video games a few times. That it was good. It was good stuff. Did I miss a Ryan Trahan? Oh my god, I did. I did miss a Ryan Trahan. Yes, this is that's the original one. Yeah, I I used to, I love that show actually. I've watched it a lot, but I think all the TMNTs have been really good because music has been a big focus of TMNT as well. Yeah, because it's all about like New York culture as well, and it's like because Team uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is a spoof of Daredevil. Oh, like, that makes a lot of sense now. Because the goo that well, the radioactive goo that blinded Daredevil is the thing that made the turtles who they are, and so Daredevil's teacher is a man named Stick. The the oh. the, the turtles. A teacher is a man named Splinter, and they go up against the Foot Clan. Daredevil goes up against the Hand. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, okay. What else have we got here? What else have we got here? Oh, that's the newer one. Sixteen. Okay. No, this is from the same people that did Stoked, which was pretty fun. Stoked was the one where like they they're on a resort, and it's like they uh. They're at a what is it like? Um, they work on like an island, which is for like surfing comps. They had some really like adult humor in that, and it was mm. really good. Along the lines of, like Turtle Drama Island. Have you seen Turtle Drama? I heard of it. I haven't watched it. It's it's fun. 
See, I want to be famous. There we go. Do you remember the Pokey rap? I know you do. I don't remember. You brought it up on the show many a times. Did I actually? Yes. In like the early days, you did. I just remember the the beginning, like uh, obviously this one. This. Uh... Yeah. So obviously Pokemon's. By the way, watching a Miss Mojo video to get this. Ed, Ed, and Eddie. And Plank. <sighs> Why? I remember this. Like, can I? Can I? I can't really play this, can I? Oh, I can if I change this to um this. I think I had copyright axed. Probably. Because this is uh, without audio. Never mind. It's not playing. It doesn't matter. Uh, what about this? Uh, I'm going to play... Uh, no, it's not working with anything. Okay. doesn't matter. I'm trying to see if I can just play something a little bit. And then, obviously, Phoenix and Ferb at the end as well. Um, what other... Phoenix and Ferb is number three. Wow. Okay, yeah, what's... No, SpongeBob SquarePants is yeah, number SpongeBob. two. Rightly so, because nobody doesn't know the lyrics of SpongeBob SquarePants. It's number one. <laughs> Look at the still image. It's so good. Here lies Goodwitter. Here lies the verdicts. <laughs> the Danny Phantom. I forgot it. He's a phantom. He's a phantom. Okay, okay, I'll play, I'll play it for you. We're not going to get copyright track uh, because um, that doesn't, I don't think that really exists on um, Spotify. Uh, an, audio, an audio streaming platform. Yes, yes. On Where on your preferred is. audio streaming platform. Uh, Danny Phantom. Wait, did I? Mm. Anyway, so I've been watching Ryan Trey and thing. I thought I watched it last night. I must not have. I think I went straight to bed, which sucked. Okay. Uh, here we go. Here we go. This is an ad for eBay. A great theme tune, if you ask me. He's a How good is this? Oh, sounds sick. Right? The background vocals are immaculate. Yeah. So essentially, he's a ghost inhabiting his own body. I know what it's about. Yeah. But like, I have I forgot how the theme sounded. Like. Da, 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 da. He's a phantom. How good is that bit? Wow. He's a phantom. Like it's so good. It's sick. The Scooby Dooby Doo. Where are you? Inside Shaggy Slipper. Shaggy put it on. The the past, the Dutchie Pony left that <laughs> yeah. scene from the James Gunn movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it just looked like they were pot smoking. That was in that movie? That was in that movie. That was my favorite clip from it. Wait, is that number one? Um, Just type in uh, Scooby-Doo or Pass the Dutchie. Pass the Dutchie on the left hand side. Oh, do you finish Stranger Things? Yes. Um, That's that's Argyle's song. That will help him from Vecna. Argyle's song. Yeah, yeah. Okay, wait. That was number two. What's number one? Is this an honorable mentions now? Oh yeah, you're right. Oh, oh possible. Do you know the Kim Possible one? If you start, call off. me, beat me when you are. Oh my yeah. gosh. Okay, okay, okay. I'm gonna play this one so the people at home can listen as well. Uh, what has Haley said? Okay. Uh, this is the most casual show today. No, it is, and Just I'm enjoying the, it. Sitting on a sofa. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna post a photo of you asleep during the break. Yeah. That's right. I took a photo. Just wait. Just wait. 
That's like Destiny's Child. Yeah. There's nothing I can do. I genuinely listened to the to the hit Phineas and Ferb song, Busted, featuring Ashley Tisdale and someone else because it sounds so good. It's got a similar vibe because it's, like, it's like the B U S T E D U R busted busted. Christina Milan, that is a very familiar name who sings the Kim Possible song. I don't want to put the hurt on you, and you better believe it when I tell you to, 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 to put the hurt on you. Busted. I don't want to tell you right. Okay. Um. Yeah, she made songs with like Lil Wayne and stuff. <laughs> Imagine Lil Wayne appeared on this. Uh, uh, Joe uh, Budden. No, imagine Lil John appeared on this. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> um, 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 um. Okay, 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 okay. This, like, genuinely, this is such. I I like listening to this song. It's kind of sad. <laughs> It sound like Simba singing I just can't wait to be king Right Well Michael Jackson when he was young Yeah What's this theme? It's not a theme It's a song from Phineas and Ferb Oh that one yeah. Each episode there's a song in it I know yeah, Each yeah. episode it's a bop Yeah uh, Dan Povamai You know what I've been listening to recently? A city pop What's that? It's like a Japanese, um, really nostalgic music. It's like a, as if you're driving through the city at night. Is it like lo-fi kind of stuff? Yeah, like Vaporware. Oh, nice. Um, I'll play some, but these are like actual songs, so they'll get <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I was about to say, because um, I've been listening to... So what I do is I, let, I pick a song, and I let Spotify base it off that, that song. That radio? Yes. Okay. I, I like doing that, because I find new music, or I find music that, I, that I've listened to before that I know, now know the song of. Yeah. And it's helped me find some good ones. Um, I liked a couple of the songs. So I got Good Luck by RB the Nomad. Okay. That's a fun song. We're not going to have it, but I'm just going to look in case we do. Uh, Man, that Kim Possible song, I never realized how good it was. <laughs> no, there's an Elvis Presley song called... Whoop, ah! Oh, yeah, No Children, the Mountain Goats. Uh... What's the what's the bit that they sing? Uh, I hope the worst isn't over. I don't know. What the Hoodwink Mountain? Oh, the Hoodwink Mountain Goat song is amazing. No, I'm not talking about that. Dude, no, listen to the Hoodwink Mountain Goat song. That's the best song. Be prepared. Be prepared. Be prepared. And I hope when you think of me years down the line You can't find a good one thing to say And I hope that if I found the strength to walk out You'd stay out of my way I am drowning There is no sign of life It's so good Because it's like this song It's, it's just about pain It's about pain <laughs> I love this song so much
I just love this one. That's wonderful. <gasps> Speaking of aliens, look at what just came up my suggested. Three Scariest Games by Jacksepticeye with an alien abducting a man. Ooh. They're listening. They know. You are busted. That's just I like don't want to put the hurt on Classic hillbilly yodel cowboy music. I got a feeling called the blues. <laughs> I thought he was going to sing. Since my baby said goodbye. Are you singing Walmart Lord, Kid? Lord, I don't know what I do. Are you singing Walmart Kid right That's now? That's a great song. You know, he's got actual music out that sounds pretty Yeah, good. he was on the Old Town Road remix. He, no, I'm talking about like If you don't giddy up Then giddy up my way <laughs> He's got like Actual music out there That sounds nah, pretty he's, good He's pretty talented To be honest He's got 2.1 million TikTok followers mm. You know His music sounds pretty good uh, Yeah Before I knew it I was holding all the doors Holding your hand Getting off of work Just How as fast as now? I can uh, Mason Ramsey That's his name Gordon's son Yep Mason Ramsey Born 2006 or 2007. He's about... He's 15. He's 15. Okay. He was in the Angry Birds movie. Why not? He must have done like a song for it, right? Get that money, King. Yeah. Mason Ramsey. Oh, Gaten Matarezzo? Hmm. Hey, Gaten's such a wholesome kid. Yeah. Oh, he was in it. He voiced Bubba. And Jojo Jojo Siwa was in it as well. Uh, this just reminds me of like Free Guy when they got all the YouTubers on. Anthony Padilla, yep. David Dobrik, Mason Ramsey. Who else is on here that I recognize? Markiplier probably. Nah, Markiplier takes his life seriously. Alex <laughs> Hirsch. Alex Hirsch is in. Uh, he's in. Um, he's the one in Gravity Falls as well. No, he's not. He created Gravity Falls. Is that Michael Cera? Where? No, that's not him. That's in... He- no, above, uh, up, and then right one. That's a child, Michael. He looked like Michael Cera from here. <laughs> Could that be a highlight? What? Is that Michael Cera? No, there. That's a child. <laughs> no. Anyway, um, that's... Wait, so they got Ian he- Hecox and Anthony Padilla in one movie. Mm. Wow, they got like a bunch of... A bunch OG of YouTubers. YouTubers in this. And and Jojo Siwa. And Pete Davidson. Oh. Oh wow. Wow. I, a lot of these are kids though. Yeah. Rachel Bloom, okay. Have you watched the movie Nightcrawler? I have not. Uh, I hear it's good. Uh Jake Gyllenhaal character's called Lou Bloom. Called what? Lou Bloom. And he's a uh, works his way to the top and things like that. Through uh-huh. two bad things. I uh, yeah, I've heard it's been such a good. a good movie. It's not on any streaming service I have, unfortunately, which sucks. Mm. You know what? We're gonna play some music. We're gonna yeah, come back that. in a bit, and uh, when we're back, we're gonna goof goof out. More music, better mental health. Only on IPL Radio. Only on what? Um, I think you said IP on radios. Oh, yes, he does. Yeah, that makes sense. He did what in this cup? (laughs) (laughs) I see you pee. (laughs) The piston cup from uh, Cars? That's what he said in the movie. I don't remember. I haven't seen Cars. That's a great movie. You haven't seen Cars? 
It's a great movie. Don't I've watch Cars, Cars 2. Don't watch Cars 2. I loved Cars 2. What's wrong with Cars 2? Wasabi. Wasabi Petrol. What's wrong with Cars 2? <laughs> it was a spy movie. It was completely different. Oh, yeah, you're right. So it's like that the, makes it, it's like that the, makes it it's bad. It's like the right? Winter Soldier to Captain America 1. Winter Soldier was the best movie. The spy. Like, they turned it into a spy flick. But they turned the cars into spies. Michael, I don't know what argument you're trying to make. Winter, Mo- Winter Soldier is Winter Winter one of the best Marvel movies. Yeah. I feel like we're so far removed from Marvel you right know, now. Should we just talk about our favorite Marvel movies? Our top five. Top five. That's going to be difficult. That's going to be difficult. Okay, Infinity War. Okay. Um, I like Spider-Man Homecoming. Thor Ragnarok. Um, Civil War. Okay. And Spider-Man, the new one. Far From Home. Yeah. All right. Uh, no Way Home. In no particular order, Infinity War, Civil War. Far From... No Way Home. Sorry. Guardians. Oh, yeah. Guardians. Was Guardians cool. 1. Mm. And... Uh, Captain Marvel. Ant-Man. Really? Because Ant-Man was the first movie that made me realize, oh, we're doing this. It's like, oh, that made me realize I'm an ant. <laughs> Ants. <laughs> yes. That, Ants. Really? Well, okay. Think with about the, all with the Falcon cameo, kind of. But think about all the movies up until this point. You had three Iron Man movies, uh, two Captain America movies, two Thor movies, and an Avengers movie. Right? We'd seen the same heroes over and over and over again. Ant Man was fresh and a bit weird. Was he the first one who was an established? Yeah. So we were going for a brand new story, a brand new style of movie. The other ones were all like military propaganda, right? It was basically Edgar Wright's film, but then he got kicked out. Yeah, but like Iron Man one, two, three. Uh, was Gu- Guardians? I think I think Iron Man, I think Iron Man came first. Did it? I think so. I think it was. They're both twenty fifteen. Um, yeah, so all the Iron Mans, the Captain Americas, they're all military propaganda. Serious, uh, taken seriously. Exactly. Yeah. Ant Man didn't take itself seriously. It was light hearted and a bit weird. And that's the first time we, we kind of experimented with, with the idea and the property. It, and it makes it a good movie to you. Yes. Or just the concept. Well, I enjoy, I enjoy the movie quite a lot. Okay. Uh, the humor is on point. The Lewis-type monologues. Yeah, I mean, that's that's one small part of it. But the humor is on point. The heart is definitely there with him and his daughter. Mm. It's a non-conventional story. And it's a non-conventional tropes in the story. No, I, I see um, what you mean, yeah. Yeah, and... You know the the twist was done brilliantly. Um, the the villain's a bit one dimensional, but also was the twist regarding to the villain? No, to the mum. With uh oh Janet. Yes, okay. yes. Um, and you know the the size altering looked really good. Mm. They made something. They made a goofy character very formidable. Yeah, and the and the, the creativity with the the train sets fight scene. Yeah, exactly. Okay, and, and they they zoomed out to, like just showed it was tiny. It was good filmmaking movie. No, I see definitely. And also, I think it was the first movie that I got excited for because I wasn't really into Marvel when Avengers came out. 
I was into the comics and I liked those movies, but I wasn't like invested into the cinematic universe. I didn't understand the cinematic universe. I probably watched Avengers before I watched Thor and probably something else as well. I think I watched Captain America and Iron Man. Okay. But I don't think I watched Iron Man 2 probably. Um, but yeah, so like the idea of like them branching onto these movies, like the Ant-Man movie coming out made me like, I think Avengers made me really enjoy Marvel. But the Ant-Man movie coming out, well, being announced, sorry, because mm. I was in my, <laughs> I think, year nine animation class when I remember the announcement happening because I was I, I was really good in that class. Like, I could get work done and then year I'll just... Year nine, wow. And I'll just Google How long stuff. ago? Yeah, it was a, that's 2015, man. Uh, it was when the movie came out. It was, it was announced two years before. Oh, yeah, when it was announced. Yeah, okay. So 2013 is when it was announced and I started... Yeah, so year nine's correct. I think yeah, it's in my animation class, and I saw the poster. I was in year twelve at that time. Oh, that's terrifying. Uh, yeah, I saw the poster, and I'm like, oh wow, oh wow. And then I started getting really into Marvel in that class. I made my first Photoshop ever, which was the Ultimate Avenger, is what I called it. Uh, the reason why I know about this movie is because I grabbed uh, the Hulk. I got the Hulk from concept art, and I put on him. I managed to find matching stuff. He had uh, an Iron Man gauntlet, a, a Captain America shield, Thor's hammer. He had Ant Man's helmet, uh, and then he had Wasp's wings as well. So like, I got all these things from like promo images and stuff like that from Ant Man, and photoshopped it into this one thing. It wasn't a good Photoshop, but it's just me being creative in Year Nine, yeah. right? But yeah, that's I remember that was like really the moment that I kind of realized that I was invested in it. I think. Man, that's so wholesome. You actually like should post that too. Marvel Studios like 20th <laughs> hey, anniversary like, Mr. Feige <laughs> do you want it <laughs> what would I say hey when you release that movie that one time no, and just you like hashtag my Marvel and um, your experiences with the Marvel Cinematic Universe like that type of thing where they um, yeah. talk about people how they got into it and uh, is that what? a thing I think so. I think it was a thing on their tenth anniversary. Yeah, that's the thing. It's not the tenth anniversary anymore. That was no. I mean, like uh, before, like how I've got to wait six more years for the twentieth anniversary. Yeah, that's terrifying to think about. It right? Actually, is though. Yeah. Yeah. Um, did you want to also talk about um, Miss Marvel latest episode? Because that was really I th- cool. I think we should touch on it. I think and then because my dad knew the song for the wedding and he was singing that, it, which is really that cool. made that made my heart happy. Um, hearing that. I was watching the first episode of Miss Marvel and I was watching a bit with my mom, which was really cool. Yeah. So and and she was like, oh, they're wearing a churidar and they're having all the Indian food and yeah. they talk. Why are they talking Hindi or Tamil or something? Yeah, and, I do. Yeah, and she was actually like invested in watching it for like you know, a few minutes or so. But like, <laughs> I, I think it was solid fifteen minutes. That's cool. And uh, no, because she was eating at dinner and I was just like, just, I was watching on my phone, so I was just like put it in front of her as well, and she was just watching it. She's like, oh, it's Indian. And yeah, it was cool. That's nice. Uh, yeah, I want to get my friend Raz onto the show. Mm. Uh, he's my <laughs> he's my Muslim friend. No, uh, he's my friend, and he's a Muslim guy, uh, and his family are from Pakistan, so he's probably got like a pretty good insight. And I also want to bring another friend that I just I literally thought about bringing him onto the show. Do it. And then we we saw him at Vasi the other night. His name's also Michael. He's a young fem- filmmaker. So he's a young female. <laughs> he's a young female. No, he's a young filmmaker. Okay. Um, he got me my job at West Side Order as well. Uh, but yeah, I want to get him on at some point. Um, but yeah, I was just like, so I want to get you on my show. It's like, oh, really? I've been listening in. I'm like, what? <laughs> so apparently he's been listening in, which is pretty cool. cool. Shout out to Michael. Shout out to me. Shout. Stop. 
Uh, yeah, so we'll, we'll book them in because I, you know, I'll, it's just it's a trip from Rockingham. That's the issue. You know what I mean? Trip to Rockingham. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. It's a tri- trip trip to Rockingham. Where, where was he about? Uh, Michael's north of the river. He's up. You can't grab a lift with you. I'm, I mean, I you're coming work. from work. I yeah, work. True, true. Yeah. And uh, Raza, he works in the city. He works in security. Mm. Um, so he might be able to come down. But then again, he's also like a full-grown adult. So he's like busy as hell, you know? That's true. Um, but yeah, I'd love to bring more people onto the ship. No, no, it'll be like a one-off thing. They're not going to come every week or so. Yeah, I know. But yeah. like, it's also like they have to make that time out and stuff like that. Which is a lot to ask for somebody. But, like, uh, again, back, going back to the Miss Marvel episode, uh, the whole wedding, the dancing choreography was yeah. pretty simple. It wasn't, it was like what was naturally at an Indian wedding, not like a Kamanthi Nina, whatever his name is. Kamal um, Nanjiani. Kingo. He was in the latest episode of The Boys, too. Yeah. Yes. Because it did the Imagine All Imagine the People. Imagine thing, yeah. and he was there, yeah. Imagine All the People. I yeah. just love how they just take every stupid thing which celebrities have done and they put it. They did the Kendall Jenner Coke uh, the Pepsi ad. Yeah. They did that, the Imagine thing, and they did all this other stuff, too. That's pretty fun. Um, what was I going to say? So, yeah. No, I, I really liked that wedding. It made me happy. And watching how uh, they involved the wife and her family in it and how yeah, they were getting yeah. into it. Her her younger brother, or maybe, yeah, younger brother, was wearing the uh, Hulk outfit that her dad had. I think I saw that, yeah. Yeah, that was nice. Do but you know the, the, what's it called? Um, Captain, uh, what's it, Miss Marvel's best friend, that, that boy? Apparently he, he auditioned for Peter Parker. Yeah, I heard, I heard. I could see it. Yeah, I don't think he would have been that good. I'm glad we got uh, the guy we got. Tom Holland, I mean, because he literally does backflips and stuff. Yeah, true, true. Um, but, like, what was I going to say? Yeah. Um, I think this episode, as much as I loved it, it did feel weird with the way it it felt rushed. Oh, with like the whole with, fight scene with the Bon Jovi. Yeah, the fight scene and the revelation at the end, mm. at the beginning, sorry. Like, everything went bing, bang, bong. It was, like, very fast-forwarded. Oh, yeah, and the I felt whole like, beginning scene was And good. I felt like a lot of the editing in the fight scene it was rushed. Yeah, uh, yep. Like, it came out kind of out of nowhere. Um, but other than that, I'm actually... I, I am enjoying the series. Yeah. I, uh, it, she, she just really loves the character, but um, I was watching an interview of her when she had to name all the Marvel movies, and she didn't name Captain Marvel, <laughs> which is <was> hilarious, <laughs> and they, they made fun of her for that at the end. That's funny. She that's forgot, funny. I think, Guardians of the Galaxy 1, 2, and Captain Marvel, and that's not... Pr- she named everything else. I mean, she's named all the ones that aren't in space. Yeah. Which kind of which is which is fine, I think. Infinity War and Endgame, she named. Yeah, but they weren't in space. Infinity War had a lot of stuff on on Earth. And Titan. Yeah, but it wasn't okay. Guardians of the Galaxy was entirely set in space, apart from the in, mm. intro. Captain Marvel, it was almost entirely set in space. And everything else was on Earth. Yeah, well, but it feels like a Thor space. Is if, Asgard space? Yeah, but he spends a lot of his time on Earth. Like the the first Thor movie is him coming to Earth. He's been in Ragnarok event. wasn't it was only Earth and a tiny bit in the beginning. Yeah, but like, but what I'm saying is, they feel like Cosmos movies. Like when cosmos when I when I, I when I categorize this this stuff in my head, uh, Iron Man. Like, okay, so you got your war movies, right? You've got your Captain Americas and stuff. Mm. You got your one offs, which are like the Ant Mans and stuff like that. But then Iron Man and Captain America exist in the same thing. Thor is by itself. Yeah. Doctor Strange is by itself, but Guardians and Captain Marvel are all uh, Cosmos 
action movies. Uh, Black Panther is an origin movie; it's by itself. And yeah, you know what I mean. Like yeah, it, yeah, I, I see, I see. It, each movie has a feel to it. So yeah. Do you think uh, Civil War was technically his origin movie? Who, Black Panthers? Yeah. No. Because I think he went through the same character development, kind of in Civil War, and he did it again in Black Panther. Because I felt his his arc finished no, quite s- nicely in Civil War, with the whole violence begets violence thing. But then, um, no, because they're they're different. So him and Civil War was being thrust into being a king, mm. and then we deal with the aftermath of that in Black Panther. I think, like what you were saying previously, I think Black Panther is similar to Doctor Strange. They're good as side characters in other movies, but they're not good carrying a movie. Well, no, I think I think Black Panther is a good movie Do because think- it's got a whole civilization behind it. But that's that's the that's the environment, that's the aesthetic. I mean like Black Panther as a character is yeah, like no, no, equal no, to I, like Doctor Strange, like as a cool, like wise dude in the sidelines. You know, like in, in Civil War Black Panther was peak. No, no, what no, I, I think it stands on its own. Because mm. with Doctor Strange, the reason why it doesn't stand on its own is because the the mechanics around the character I'm just uh, talking about the character in general, like how he's portrayed. Yeah, like, I'm uh, I'm saying what I'm like saying. in, in, in Multiverse of Madness, Scarlet Witch was more interesting than Doctor Strange. But it was her movie, that's the point. That's what I mean, but it was called a Doctor Strange movie. Yeah, for marketing reasons. And then this was they like called a it Killmonger Scarlet movie. Witch. If they called it Scarlet Witch, then I wouldn't get it. Mm. No, I, th- I, think, I think with Black Panther, Black Panther is a vessel for an entire different conversation. And I think that you're right in the scene that the character might not be able to stand up, but I think the character with it brings along a lot of different elements that support the of character course, itself. Because he, he had that element of mystery in Civil War. Yeah. And he had that um, regalness. And, uh, but then when we look at him in Black Panther, we really analyze him, I guess, as a human. And like that yeah. brings him down a couple of notches. Like, you know, the what are those? And he's wearing sandals and yeah. stuff. Like, sure, it's, but, it's amazing. But like... Uh, I mean, I think that was needed, though. I think that, that what that does is that it humanizes him and it means that he struggles with us, right? Because mm. he's in that movie, he's struggling to be king. He has such a frail grasp on his entire country, so much so that half of them turn against him. Could you compare that to Thor Ragnarok? Um, I felt like they, they bringing down Thor as a character from that was arguably done better there than Black Panther in his own movie. Well, yeah, because I think Thor had two, three, four years Four movies behind him as well. At that no, point. that's true. But like, uh, he was still that very Shakespearean type guy, and yeah. uh, kind of out of touch, and he wasn't as relatable but to I, Thor or Ragnarok. Came. I don't think. I don't think he was. I don't think. I don't think Black Panther or T'Challa was super out of touch in Civil War. Anyway, we see him lose his dad in that movie. There's not much emotion in that movie. That movie is for action and action alone. The emotion in that movie, we only see one instance is when he loses his dad. Everything else is just. Him. No, I mean, like in in that movie. Everything he was competent other than he lost his dad. Like and in Black Panther we see him like fail and doing things like that. Yeah, but I mean he's still competent. Yeah, but he was like that ninja guy on the sidelines who's like the sixth ranger, like the yeah. person above all the allegiance and he's just like roasting everyone and he's like above all this. Yeah. Um but Well, I again I think they use him to add to the world. No. no so no. because they go all right, so this guy, look how cool he is, right? And we bring him over here. He's not so cool. Actually no. He is still cool, but everything else is very cool. But I cool. thought the supporting cast was better than the Black Panther character. No disrespect to Chadwick Boseman. I don't think so. Because I, 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 like Killmonger, that Mbaku, uh, Shuri. I, I, I just think I just think all of them are strong characters. I don't like think Okoye and uh, you know, like the the uh, what's it called? Okoye's uh, Dora Milaje. Uh, yeah. What what was the name? The Ayo. 
No, he's yeah. like, move or you will be moved. Like, yes, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Her, um, yeah. No, like Black Panther had an amazing supporting cast, but like yeah. they should have um, also propped up Chadwick's character. He was great. He was great in it. But okay, I but think Killmonger was. When way, was the last time you watched Black Panther? Um, I was watching a bit of it uh, last week. Okay, what was the last time? Because after we talked about um, the when was the last time you watched it though? Because like when we were talking about Black Guns Matter, I was like watching Black Panther. Okay, uh, the few days after. So, the thing in that movie, we see him strip himself of his powers and then defend his entire country. And then, yes, you know, great moment. Uh, but th- I think the reason why you might be thinking that is because he dies halfway through the movie. But what I'm trying to say is, like in Civil War, he was the coolest character. But in Black, that's because everyone else sucks. He wasn't the coolest character. Yeah, that's because everyone else sucks. He's got nothing to do with Chadwick. He's got everything to do with his surroundings. No, it had different riders too. Yeah, but okay, okay, Michael. Okay, I feel like okay. So, okay, in Civil War, no one else can compare to Wakandan technology. Nobody can compare, compare to Wakanda technology. Nobody's is at where Wakanda and therefore T'Challa is. But I mean, like the iconic lines, like when he's like, uh, uh, "I have the mantle of king and warrior, and your friend should be afraid of me." Like he had cool lines in like Civil he War. He had cool lines in like what? I I, I okay, just can't remember. When, any... Okay, when uh uh when he um he's in the throne room. He's a, I don't know the lines off my heart, but when he's in the throne room and he commands the throne room. He addresses everybody. He holds power in that position. Uh, the 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 fight at the edge of the waterfall was powerful. Um, he uh, the ending. I am T'Challa. Da, 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 the, the, the the ending when uh, The ending where he uh, um, sort of gives Killmonger the send off that he deserves. But I know he gives it but I think Killmonger had the great line about like oh you're gonna bury me like you bury my ancestors you, are you equating a good movie to a character saying lines I'm just saying like in line remembrance for me personally um, other characters had better lines like the whole M'Baku speech when he comes like who couldn't keep his father safe like you know that stuff and uh, yeah okay you, you, I think you're trying to quantify and compare things that aren't comparable. No, obviously, but like I'm just saying, for me, I preferred him in Civil War than Black Panther. That's because everyone else in Civil War sucked. True. That's what I'm saying. The reason why he was cool in Civil War. I mean, like sucked as in how? Like bad acting? No, sucked as in they're not cool as a guy in a vibranium suit. You have a clunky man who flies and says witty stuff sometimes. You've got a guy with a bow and arrow. You've got a depressed chick who shoots uh, red stuff from her hands, right? The only other competent person there was Black Widow and maybe Captain no, America. I, I thought Captain America, Iron Man, and Bucky were cool. Yeah, they were cool, but they weren't. I wear a black cat suit. Spider-Man cool. was great too. Yeah, and Spider-Man's great everywhere. But yeah, like, but like that when he got introduced. But, but, but like what I'm saying is... When when you compare T'Challa in a situation where he's surrounded by people who are less than him, he's a king in a situation. He's a he's a king of the most rich country in the world, mm. surrounded by people who he doesn't respect. But we did we didn't meet his country. We didn't see. We just saw him. He just had the vibranium suit. No, but we know who he is. Yeah, we know who he is. Like, but uh, that, we didn't you don't see don't, you don't need, you don't need to see his country to to know that he's a king when he says I'm king. Mm. It, like, okay, so. He, he, uh, he is a he's a king, surrounded by people, who he never met, nor does he respect. Right? Mm. Then you put him in his own movie. He's surrounded by people who he respects, and everyone mm. respects him. There's no confrontation to make him say. So there's no tension. What you're trying to say? 
Yeah. I mean, other than with him and Kimaku, even with him and Mbaku, he was being respectful to him. He was, be, you know, he was like, um, "I Mbaku, I accept your challenge, Mbaku." Yeah, like you know, he's just like uh, he's tra- telling him to like tap out and stuff like that. And yeah, he's a respectful person in his own country. When he's not in his country, he's a badass. And I don't think it's got anything to do with the quality of the character it's to do with the fact that when he's in a different situation he's going to react differently it's a real shame we can't see him further now. yeah it's going to suck but I think Wakanda Forever is going to be know, a good it's coming out this year is it? end of this year yeah that's amazing I'm looking forward to it um, anyways what do we What do we we covered a lot today Raelianism UFOs black aliens black Raelianism <laughs> cults murders Theme songs. We've had a very chill episode today. We've got a lot covered. Um, anything to say to the listeners at home before we tap out? Don't join a cult, please. Uh, that's a really good advice. If you can avoid it, don't join a cult. You might not even know that you join a cult until yeah. it's too late. I know someone who's in uh, Scientology. Mm. Uh, I lost contact with them. Yeah, That I- makes me worried. Yeah. I was thinking about her today, actually. That was really weird. That's really weird. I was genuinely thinking about her today. I'm like, oh wow, I I hope she's doing okay. And you didn't, and we didn't know we were going to talk about. No, cults. that's yeah. I think I have psychic powers. I'll you I'll bring that up for another show. I don't know how we brought up cults. I think you I just, think I just you randomly did. said Jonestown. Anyway, everyone at home, uh, follow our Instagram, follow IPL Instagram. It, stay in tune with everything, and uh, we'll see you next week. Yep. Goodbye.